Kylex, hi! You're listening to Kylex Why, the only podcast about Kylex Why. I'm Sam Canning, and uh, actually, if we can get this podcast done, I'm kind of in a hurry. I gotta go see uh, Pachelbel's Canon in D10 hours. <laughs> and I'm Jordan Canning, and I can be your angle of incidence, or, or devil of incidence. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> We're here you know to talk gonna about- it's going to be a good one yeah. when you forget to do it, and you tell me, oh shit, hold on. Give me a minute. I gotta find one. Yeah. That was good. Um, we're talking about season two, episode ten of Kyle XY, House of Cards. What you title what'd you watch? Th- well, I would assume that it's to reference the House of Cards beginning to topple as it all falls apart or something. Did it? I mean, for Maticorp it did. Kinda. Did it? I mean a, a bunch like of it did. A bunch of people found out a bunch of things they weren't supposed to know. So, it feels like things will be different on the show after after what oh, we've, for sure for what we've learned this week. Um, and in that sense, every episode is a house of cards because they mm-hmm. all move the plot forward. Hey, this is I like this episode. You know what? Lot. I think Traeger uses a real house of cards. If he has me, mm, pretty well, a lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of characters, a lot, a lot of characters, characters a lot of color, colorful cast of characters. Josh Traeger, Josh Traeger, there. This is a, this is a good episode. I liked it. It was a. Uh, I'm not going to say it was flawless. No. It did but nothing make me is. mad here no, and there. Yeah, no, I mean, every, everything new? has its moments, but uh, I think that with the amount of plates that this show is spinning at the, at the same time, uh, the fact that it is able to, let's put it at a solid, I, I always feel, we, we said yesterday, or last week, a B is where the, so a solid 80 to 89% of the time, it keeps the plates plates spinning and doesn't break them. Uh, 10% of the, you know, 10%, not bad. Uh, but I liked it. Now, 80 and 10 don't add up to 100. No, like 89%, I said. Okay. So it's 11%, I suppose. Okay, that's fine, I suppose. That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. Uh, this is season two, episode 10, House of Cards, written by James Patrick Stottero, directed by Pat Williams. This is the episode where we get a cool heist. I love that it was... I love the heist elements to it, and I liked the team that was assembled to do the heist. I think that was really what charmed <laughs> Declan, me. Declan, the wheels. Foss, the fucking the sicko. <laughs> Kyle. Foss, the, also here. Kyle, the one who did all the work. <laughs> Why is Declan even here? I, I, I still can't really figure it out. <laughs> Declan, That's the team. Declan, the artist. <laughs> Declan, the third wheel. <laughs> well, let's before we we have a long way to go until the heist even happens. So let's just dive okay. in, like season two episode or season one episode four, diving in. Um, I think it was Kyle, three. Mm, that sounds right. Uh, so so Kyle is looking at the cool box, the the iconic box that you can buy in the catalog um, from the from the ABC Family Store. You can get a replica of it. Um, I like, and, uh, first of all, uh, did you notice that the, the symbols, when, yeah, this got, it's kind of got, got the Kyle XY title theme card song symbols. symbols yes. Day. I was trying to, I was trying to find the theme song, uh, to compare. I don't know why so, I said that. It's got the, it's got the symbols all over it. A. Eh? 
It's got the symbols all over it, eh? It's got the symbols. It's got the symbols all over it, eh? It's got the symbols all over it, eh? It's got the symbols all over it, eh? Um, Uh, The second thing that I liked uh, was seeing you have the exact same reaction to this in the live walking channel in our Discord as I did. This is so fucking stupid. It's so obvious. The ring. It's really. Oh, no, you got it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We can't. Settling in for a full episode of Kyle trying to solve an incredibly obvious mystery. And then no. immediately figuring it out. <laughs> Kyle owns us because we keep thinking that we're like, oh, I can't believe Kyle hasn't figured this out with this giant. Oh, no, never mind. He's, he immediately got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Kyle, it's clearly you just you, the the ring. You just put the ring. Oh, nope, you got it. But he, he, I will say that he he took it a little extra step to figure because because I saw the ring shaped uh, indentation in the box. And I said, oh, the ring fits in there. Uh, Kyle yeah. did. Uh, you know, he's very analytical. He's very empirical. So he put some clay into the hole to see the shape that it made um and it is yeah, in fact the like, oh, iconic i ring th- you know every episode begins with with that little kyle narration uh mm-hmm. this was one of the most <laughs> of mm-hmm. all where he's like locks imply secrets the stronger the lock the bigger the secret I mean, you, you know, they need. We learn. We learn about a. We learn about a, <laughs> It's not always going to be a winner. We learn about a pretty big secret being kept behind an all things considered pretty shitty lock. Later, <laughs> I speaking of locks, I don't. I mean, well, I don't know. I guess it's conceivable that maybe there's like some kind of microchip in the ring or oh, something. In the ring. But, but I was, I was just watching this. Like, wait, if he just pushes that shape into the hole, is that not? Does the clay know. not open something, it? Something remarkable about about the uh, yeah, about that. It's not tumblers. It's not a key. Anyway, Kyle uh, makes the clay and he looks at it and he says, ah, "Okay, the yeah, it's it the was ring." Important. We um, cut to the same ring on Mister Ballantine's finger, and Hollandaise says, "What's in Kyle's head that's so important?" And he says, "Everything that Zizix gave him." Uh, he, he asks he also her wants, about her yeah. her business trip with Stephen Traeger. She says he opened up to me about his dad, and we bonded. Uh, he says, have you smoothed things over with Nicole that she's not going to call Child Protective Services on you? And she says, she nope, says, <laughs> things are really not great in this department. Jesse's got her next sex- her next session with uh, with Nicole in a couple days, so we'll find out then. And Valentine says, we need to speed things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's family dinner night at the Traeger universe at Traeger U. Uh, there's about a billion pots on the stove right now. Mm-hmm. Um, a big old simmering pot of sauce. Josh walks up to the pot and he sticks his nasty boy face into the whole thing and he goes, just slurp the sauce. He's about to fucking slurp it with the mixing. What a nasty lad. He's disgusting. And he's like, wow, pretty. I'm pretty smexy with the sauce dribbling down my face. Nicole walks in. She does a heat move on him with like a big hot pot of, of pasta <laughs> smashes him over the head um Lori walks in she says "Ooh, my favorite carb delivery system <laughs> do you mind if i enjoy this with some cultured cheese you've you've got my notes so you can see what i wrote down what, what did you write there Hold on. i did forget that she said that i just wrote down that Lori says yummy yummy pasta tummy <laughs> oh no she was taking it she, mind yeah, if no, i yeah. drink some homogenized cow liquid mother <laughs> uh nicole says that amanda is joining them for dinner tonight kyle it's invited a- her over <laughs> It's, it's a really, it's a really fucked up. It's a really uh, quite a clusterfuck. It could have been worse. That's the thing. 
<laughs> but it was a dinner with the Traegers and Kyle, so that's already, you know, that's already a whole ordeal. Oh, yeah, and Josh Josh makes the joke of, like, oh, my leftovers. My seconds! And then Amanda's coming over, so that's nice. Um, I, I, uh, I really liked, it was very sweet when, uh, when, when Nicole... It's like, oh, there's another person coming, or Lori's like another person coming over, and then uh, Nicole tells her that Amanda's coming over, and then uh, Lori's just like, aw. It's like, wow, <laughs> yeah. that was cute. And then um, she she asks Josh if he wants to invite Andy over for dinner sometime. He says nothing, and she's like, huh, no smart-ass remark, what's next, the locusts? What? And then fucking Stephen walks in and Ballantine is here. Hello. Yeah, fucking holding holding a gun to his back, presumably, from the way that he looks. (laughs) He looks... He is the most suspicious and evil... Like, he just has that aura of, I am the villain of Kyle XY about Uh him. I love that Steven walks in, and he's just got a look on his face, and he's just like, Sorry, I didn't call. I didn't have a chance. (laughs) My boss (laughs) insisted Sorry, my boss is a fucking asshole. Hello there, 78122. I mean, Kyle. (laughs) Oh, and then Josh sees Ballantyne walk in. Goodbye, and he's like, oh, goodbye, seconds. Uh, Nicole introduces the teens. Ballantyne says he didn't know what they'd be having, so he brought oh, a yeah. red wine and a white wine. And Lori Lor- says, Lor- I is, like yeah. red. I mean, I want a twenty-one. Guys, traders, uh, please deal with your daughter's drinking problem. <laughs> our beloved boy Kyle. He hears the door. He fucking he <laughs> Sonic sees- the Hedgehog blasts down the stairs. Yeah, he uh, Amanda's there, um, and then. Uh, it plays well, no, 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 no. Amanda's uh, not here yet. He heard the door from Ballantyne. Right, 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 right. And he's right. like, and oh, Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. Ballantyne Amanda. is uh, like, oh, he, he's, he's Julian Ballantyne. We get Boolean Ballantyne is his name. Uh, it doesn't. Sam, 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 Sam. You don't need to add the B onto Julian because the name is already stupid enough the way it is. Right, but Boolean Ballantyne is funnier. No, I don't. I don't think anything is funnier than the fact that his actual name on the show is Ballantyne. I think Boolean is funny. All right. Well, the door the, the doorbell rings. Uh, Kyle goes to the door, uh, and uh, it's Amanda. And uh, Amanda is apparently wearing the. <laughs> this is weird. This is weird. Yeah. He's he's like, you look beautiful, Amanda. And she's like, oh, I didn't know what to wear. I wasn't sure how formal this would be. And he's like, you're wearing the exact same thing. You. W-. I'm sorry for doing creep voice for Kyle, but it's a wow. little weird. You're you're wearing the exact same thing you were wearing the first time I saw you when you were when playing I broke the piano and I wandered and I d- into your house I and know. then I started crying and fell over on the floor I, and ran away pissing my pants and loving I d- it. I didn't know how to talk even. I was a baby when I first saw you, Amanda. Yeah, um, and Amanda's like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, whoa. And also, does, it does play... Um, Oh my god. Okay, okay, two things. Number one, it plays it plays <laughs> uh it plays Michael Subi famous teen finger blaster Stop uh it. his like his iconic song that he wrote, uh the Amanda Kyle theme. And then Amanda invite Hey, do you want to go see Pachelbel's Cannon's greatest hits? Do I could see Yeah, his his name is now Pachelbel's Cannon. I couldn't fucking like look. Like, okay. Jordan. Come look, on, Amanda. Okay, Jordan, look. Okay. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. look. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I get yeah. that I get that they when they need like a piece of classical music, they, they, they Paco, go with Pachelbel's Canon and D yeah. because it's it's very recognizable and you presumably don't have to pay royalties to the Pachelbel family in 2021. <laughs> well, you do have to 2007 pay, when this was made. You have to pay to Mr. Paco Baco's Tinkle Tinkle. So, but the fact that yeah, Amanda's like 
Kyle, the, the the Seattle Philharmonic is having a, a concert. If you want to go, they're <laughs> playing a, all of Paco Bell's works. It's a Paco Bell tribute concert. Why, why does it have to be him? It's a Paco Bell cover band. Composer. Like well, literally, I don't know Mozart, any Bach, fucking. There you go. Two. There's Arvo two of them. Arvo Part. <laughs> Philip Glass. Philip um, Ass. Philip Grass. And then Josh says, I can't wait for dinner. I can't wait to fill up my ass. Because that's what eating is when you think about <laughs> Give it. Give me some. I want to fill up my ass and then I want to fill up with some grass. And then Stephen is like, wait, we did. We had this episode already. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say grapefruit. And I was very confused. Grapefruit. Like, Jordan, you forgot. Yeah. Um, every, at he, dinner, doesn't, he doesn't think about grapefruit to give himself a boner. I love <laughs> this twisted secret. He actually loves <laughs> He he loves grapefruit. He, he saw loves, the grapefruit your man. Yeah, I was video just gonna he say said, he loves that sound. I can't wait for someone to grapefruit me. I can't wait to get grapefruited. <laughs> so it's dinner time. Uh, Valentine says, uh, "I was going to bring you some champagne, but I thought I'd save it until after the systems integration test that's happening." This oh, week. now when is, when is that happening? This week. Oh my god! I bet that sounds great. <laughs> I love, I do love, I do love, like, <laughs> there's something really funny about the fact that the, one of the central plot points of the episode is the system integration test, and it's like, it's 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 the opposite of the cool memory matrix in that it, it's such an important <laughs> thing, but it has such a st- stupid generic name. Like, <laughs> they can- yeah, so Steven, Steven kind of explains what this test is. Everyone's eyes glaze over except Kyle, who's like, what the ah, fuck is turning Steven's- neural impulses hey. into computer data. I guess I grossly underestimated what Steven's credentials are, because I thought Steven was like, I'm your friendly neighborhood hard drive boy. I fix your computers and I get your family photos. And I also no, that was something a- he does for fun. I didn't realize he was like hacking into b- the brain frame. I didn't yeah, know that he he's could- a genius cyber god. He's a we cyber boy. I, I mean, good for him. Uh, Steven yeah, I mean, is like Kyle taught him everything he knows. Uh, Valentine is bragging about, or he's saying like, wow, your husband, Nicole, is <laughs> so good. And also, My he's like, Stephen. he's wiggling his ring finger as he does it, and he's just waving it all <laughs> over around the table, and he's like, and then he's, and then he slips it, he's like, you know, next time I think Emily can handle those business trips solo and not sharing, and there's only one, and there, and that way, because we can only afford one bed, she can have yeah, that bed to he herself. He says it in a way that is very, like, like, re- he's like, I won't, I won't keep your, your husband away any longer than I have to, I'm sure Emily can handle the next one on her own. Thereby letting Nicole know in a way in a way that, that is yeah. very, very unsuspicious of him to say, but clearly from uh-oh. our perspective, him Watch saying out. Hey Emily was with him this weekend. What do you think of that? Watch out everybody. Uh, and that that's Valentine does a yeah. toast to their wonderful family and uh a toast and look at my cool Kyle, ring. Kyle sees the ring on his finger and then he and Kyle make extremely intense eye contact. Uh we're now uh Kyle I do love that like once again, once again. Declan's character arc on this show was like he when? Hmm? What? I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, let me just. A character arc. Well, yeah, no, I know. But like Declan had this moment where he found out, you know, at the end of season one that Kyle was like very clearly lying to all of them. 
about something. There was more to the story that he didn't know. He yep. now knows every and like that fucked up his whole life. Like he was so yep. obsessed about Kyle and the things that were going on that he didn't well, know. Jordan, that- I mean, think think if we had watched the first ten episodes of Kyle X Y and then I stopped letting you watch Kyle X Y. Well, yeah, exactly. So, but what I'm saying is that like <laughs> is that Declan is the audience surrogate because now he he knows exactly what's going on and now he just wants to know what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> and he also hates Foss. And he also hates I. <laughs> wouldn't you though? Because Kyle and he likes like, Lori. Kyle is like filling him in on the plot, and he, and Declan is like he wants in on it. He also learns about Brian Taylor being like switched out to be because he says like, well, he already knew because he knew about the Adam Balin's message because he knew about don't trust Foss. He says didn't well, Adam yeah, Balin? But, but this is this is the first time that Kyle has informed him that yeah the, that the message Foss, was actually messed with exactly. And then and then Declan is like, don't wait for Foss to you know. Kyle's like, we need to go get that ring, and Declan says, but I need to go talk to Foss about it. And Declan says, don't listen, like, guy fucking sucks, he was stuck on a rock wall <laughs> Don't, don't involve hours. that guy, it'll like, make it worse. Kyle, I'm locked in a porta potty help! <laughs> uh, so we go to Lori, who is helping Amanda pick out clothes for her Can date Can I just say, Kyle? this is, like, such a little thing, and I don't, uh-huh. I don't, once again, I don't know if, like, Secret Life and the other, just other shows on TV have set the bar so low. But like, if you look, it's not it's not like very noticeable anymore. But you can see that Lori still has like three faded scratches and some some stuff oh, yeah. on her eye. They like, are the they fact are that gradually they, they're like, very healing gradually her healing her wounds in a way that they which they I could've... mean is fucked up because we know that Kyle could just do it in an instant if he wanted to. What? <laughs> but like the fact that the fact that they could have just stopped doing it and no one would have cared or noticed. But they kept. The, I, I appreciate that. It's a good detail. No, 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 no. It's not bad. Uh, no, 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 no. So Amanda is, uh, she's stressing because she's like, Kyle is so remarkable. His brain is so huge. If I wear clothes that suck, he'll remember that I wore clothes Lor- that suck forever. Lori's like, well, I mean, Kyle was like obsessed with you for a year and he broke into your house and he listened to your heartbeat and uh, all kinds of things. Amanda says, uh, hey, would you like to do a TV show story? And Lori says, yeah, that that would be great right now. And Amanda says, well, good news. Uh, some time ago, I applied uh, for a for a music program in New York. Uh, and I just found out that I got in, but it's for a whole semester. I got into the Nabokov School of Music. Can you believe it? <laughs> for teens who suck shit at music. For teens who are really good at music. <laughs> That's right. This is not the Secret Life universe. This is a this is a nice positive universe. Where anything nice ever happens. So Amanda is going to go to this thing or she's she's thinking about it. And uh, yeah, I, I one semester. I mean, I know that it's 2007 and Internet is not quite as convenient as it is now. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's that big a deal, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, seem, it seems to me that Kyle would deal. Um, they would deal with it. Speaking, it's only a few months. Speaking of 2007... Lori says an incredibly 2007 line Uh-oh. of, with any other guy, I'd say don't waste your anytime minutes. Your anytime minutes. Jesus Christ. Waste your anytime minutes Waste away. your anytime minutes. Is that a, like, a, like a phone thing? Like an old cell oh, phone, like God. The cell phone minutes. Yeah, there there used to be like different types of minutes. Yeah, there right. were like rollover minutes and anytime minutes yeah. and good minutes and bad minutes and yeah, silly minutes and left minutes and happy minutes, sad minutes. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that I didn't 
like use a cell phone at that point in time so i don't really know what all of that bullshit was but the good news is it doesn't exist anymore uh josh is at the rack trying to i didn't oh, really boy. get what was going on here he's yeah, just like he's trying to well, giving, he's trying to just giving like, andy food that she doesn't doing a appear really to have ordered bad job at like trying to cheer her up um, i guess he's trying to it, it was very weird because he was just like eat this croissant yeah, like, eat this croissant. I'm gonna He's make like, you a cheat well, sheet. Uh, so well, then I'll give you a test. sandwich. He's like, I don't, I don't want a sandwich. Yeah. He's like, I could give you a cheat sheet for your because she said she has a test coming up. And he's like, I'll give you a cheat sheet. I'll print it out real small. And then he says like, no, he has a not. nanoscopic printer. He bought it with his kid coin. Uh, money. And then he says it's not that kind of test. My doctors are deciding if they need to do more chemo. So what? Andy? Yeah, I don't understand. At this point, Andy has 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 ha- already been getting chemo. Yeah, I don't look. It's it's TV cancer. It's not real cancer, I guess. It yeah, doesn't. It's rude of it's rude of Julie Pleck and the the good folks of Kylex Y to have to add this this fucking bummer of a plotline into our wonderful right, show. which which we can pretty safely assume is only going to serve to be like a character thing for Josh. Josh, yeah, I don't think this has anything to do with Andy. Um, yeah, which is which sucks. Um, but anyway, then Josh says, like, I'll get you some popsicles, because I read that when you have chemo, you need popsicles. And <laughs> we're, do- we're doing, like, a sort of subdued Josh Yeah, voice. I don't feel, I don't, <laughs> like, like, this is the problem. This is what I they've heard done. I chemo gets you real dehydrated. I'll get you some popsicles. You know what my favorite flavor of popsicle is? Say it with me, folks in the audience. Grapefruit! Anyway, he he mentions cancer, and she says, I told you not to use the C word. And then some girls look over like, boo. And then she says, I mean the, the other, other C, C word. word. And they look over like, boo. Oh. Uh, she says, uh, I told you don't talk to anyone about this, and that includes me. We go to Nicole and Steven. She's at like Steven five. Steven is hard work. Yeah, she, he, she's working. He's working. Uh, Nicole's at, let's say progress progress to dissolution of traeger marriage at five percent it's like mom psycho we'll <laughs> God, keep, creep, keep track of this um nicole is like wait wow. five percent from that that's a lot from <laughs> oh you're right you're right just you're right. hearing that no, Stephen no, 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 went no. on a business trip one, with emily one, one point point five percent that seems still like a lot okay point oh five percent that still seems like a lot if what i'm saying is that hold on point oh five Times. So if she figured out twice, that'd be 0.01. So if she figured out 200. If she figured out that Stephen had gone on 200 business trips, their marriage would be one per, with Emily. Their marriage oh, no. would be 1% dissolved. Is that, do you still that think still it's not enough? like a lot. You think that if Stephen had gone on 200 business trips with another woman without telling his wife, that that would be 1% of the way to the divorce? Is that what you're telling me, Sam? To, I don't see why he needs to tell his wife that the I business don't think she does, he went but I'm on telling involved you, other co-workers. Sam, Sam, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 200 times, though. I that's don't a see lot. why he needs that's, to tell her once. <laughs> that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, he went on a business trip with his co-worker. 200 times, though. <laughs> so if, There's wait, only one wait, bed. Wait. So... So if Stephen went on twenty thousand <laughs> trips with Emily, their marriage would be they get a divorce. 
I mean, by the time you've gone on 20,000 business you're trips, basically... I would hope you're already dead. That's a long time, Jordan. So she's like, How wow. often are you going on business trips? She's like, wow, Stephen, 199 business trips? I don't know. <laughs> and then she says, wow, like, Valentine's very impressed with you, and he sure is working you hard, and how was your business trip? He says, well, it was good, and, you know, it was nice after my dad died two episodes ago, and then... The phone rings, and Nicole tells Lori to get it, um, and then Stephen says, well, you know, Emily, who we've gone on 199 business trips with, uh, her <laughs> father is dead, too, so we, we uh, she really understood where I was coming from, and then Nicole's like, well, I'm glad you had someone to talk to on all those business trips, and then Lori uh-huh. gives the phone to Stephen, and it was Emily, and <gasps> now, uh-oh, now they're laughing and talking and smiling, and and now it has gone all the way up to 1%. I just, look, I, I just, I know that... <laughs> It's television, Sam. I don't like it. I know either. that it's tell. I just it sucks. He, he went on a business trip with, with his a- coworker who is on this team that he's on, working on the same project, and now she's talking to him about work something. No, and but they're he's laughing. A pleasant phone conversation. They're smiling though. Her. You can't trust like I, that. It, it they're literally smiling. Does not matter at all. They're smiling. Sam? But Laurie and Laurie and Nicole look at each other, and they're uh-oh. like, uh-oh, he's talking to a lady on the phone. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, Emily is having... Emily hates talking to Steven, because she hangs up, and she's very upset about it. Um, Jessie is standing behind her, uh, cre- creepily. Um, she jump scares her sister, who's not really her sister. I think I think, that, says, I think I think Emily getting jump scared by Jesse is the least that Emily deserves. I think I think <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I want to say that killed she, by Jesse. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to say that Emily or Jesse should throw a knife clear through Emily like she did to that hiker. But I mean, we've we all know what she did in Iraq or Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's was. true. No, never mind. Never mind. I take back what I said. Yeah. Um, Emily so goes. Emily <laughs> says, oh, "I'm just talking to someone from work. I'm gonna take a shower. Good beer. I'm gonna go. She... I'll tell you one thing. I'm not gonna. For, I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna turn on some music, and I'm not gonna open my musical safe." <laughs> she goes into her room. She locks the door. She turns on some very loud music and turns on the shower. But then Jesse presses her ear against the door and uses her Kyle XY ear powers. But just like Kyle, she gets brain Ow. pain from listening. But she does hear Emily unlocking a safe with a keypad and it and it goes beep beep boop boop beep so she is able to remember the tones corresponding to each different number i just sam 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 i just think that a safe shouldn't do that that a safe like obviously we're not accounting for magic clone hearing but in any other situation, the safe should not make musically, like, tonal beeps depending on the button you're pressing. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think about, like, accessibility, but I would think that <laughs> it's would a safe be that able says- to tell which button you're pushing from the arrangement of the numbers. Yeah, like, what, put some, put some braille on it? then i guess yeah. and i mean like, also i guess you wouldn't you wouldn't expect like blind safe users to, to be to like learn the is seven on a on a is eight you know on a nine of whatever a three by three keypad with the zero at the bottom they couldn't figure it out um the only yeah, thing less secure so is no, if the I, safe I just i don't think there's any good one, reason that a safe three, would ever do that accessing five <laughs> accessing two um <laughs> then then hollandaise uh opens the safe her musical safe uh pulls out a picture of her daughter that she keeps in there then she uh calls her daughter on the phone jesse's brain uh starts melting she doesn't have a seizure like kyle did which is good uh cyrus is there he's about to throw his hitman briefcase no! at dish. <laughs> they really uh, are so, yeah. I, 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 Jessie... they really are just dead it's really funny <laughs> 
Yeah, they're dead. Jesse deactivates her ear powers, but she hears Hollandaise say say something like, love you too, sweetie. So she's like, hmm, what's going on here? Uh, this is weird in retrospect because it doesn't make sense in retrospect. But no. Steven takes Kyle to work. Yeah. And uh, he's he's like, uh, oh, he, he walks in with Kyle. Valentine shakes his hand. He's like, hey, Kyle, good to see you. I was very excited when, when Steven mentioned that you'd be coming to the office with him today. What Does... are you here for? And Kyle says, research. There's a lot riding on it, which is why they let me take the day off school. Surely, Sam, and that surely. Just never really gets yeah. explained beyond that. Valentine must know that Kyle knows, right? Like, surely. Surely he knows. I don't know. I mean, even if he does, he he see from the weird like eye contact. I think that he is being intentionally threatening to Kyle. Okay, yeah, but then why does he show him the like make Jesse a normal teen just like everyone machine? Well, why does I, he show him? Why does he show Kyle the Avril Lavigne machine? We'll we'll talk about that when we get there. I have some theories. Uh, so oh, by Kyle... the way, by the way, by the way, since we're back in Matacorp lobby, technology, <laughs> art, evil schemes. Crimes, Matacorp. <laughs> the B emoji. <laughs> Kyle is walking around. Uh, their lead. He's like following them to Stephen's office. He's like looking around, sort of assessing. Like he's looking at all the security all the systems, security cameras. He sees Valentine go through two retinal scans. Yeah, he Valentine gets a retinal scan just to get into the fucking elevator. Hey, um, uh, Stephen's first day. I <laughs> can't remember the damn code. Bro, <laughs> wrote it down, right? There was no retinal scan here. I wrote it down on my eye. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, I think it's Stephen may or may not have actually had security clearance on his first day, so maybe, he probably didn't go to his actual maybe, office. Anyway. Maybe Stephen didn't have. Maybe Stephen did such a bad job that they had to completely revamp the security system for all of Matacorp because Stephen compromised it so badly. Anyway, uh, so they walk through this cool sci-fi office. Valentine uh, mentions that what Steven is working on is called the CIR, the Cerebral Impulse Relay. He says it's kind of like an advanced MRI machine. Uh, but he says, I'm not really much of a science guy. I'm more of a big picture guy. And Kyle says, well, can what what is it? What's the big picture of it? And then Valentine says, oh, I don't know. Steven, can you explain I don't it fucking to know. What the fuck? Are you, you expect me to know that shit? Steven um, says it, it's a device that would be used to help people who have Alzheimer's, dementia, memory loss, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Uh, I assume that the idea is basically that it's like, it's like a, it, it like pulls your memories out of your head and like stores them digitally so you I th- can like access them. I'm assuming. At will. Sort yeah, of like, like I believe that's the plot of the video game To the Moon and also Ether One. I think I was thinking that this is probably I guess, how they. I guess this would have come before. This, this is probably, if I had to guess, the kind of resources that Matacorp is using to maybe you could take memories out, but maybe you could also put memories in. It's unclear though because we actually because we learned that it wasn't online because they had yeah, to do it the sounds iconic. Like, it sounds like it doesn't systems, work yet. So the system I think they really did just give Jesse money. I mean, I I have to believe that when they have the magic brain machine that's very suspicious, then surely this is what they were doing. But then they also point out that they need, they gotta, they absolutely gotta do the system integration test. Very but also important. when they they don't they don't take Jesse here. They he, oh they also take her to Valentine's office. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Valentine, uh, we go to see the big MRI. Uh, he gets because, he gets his second retinal scan. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, it's basically a big magnet, so you got to take off all belts and magic and giant uh, latnock rings. By the way, this is 
I don't think that there's any convincing argument you can make for them bringing Kyle. Like, I don't know if I could suspend my disbelief that he would just show Kyle to all of, like, this much security? This many checkpoints? And you're just, like, escorting some random teenager through all of it just to be like, yeah, come check out our incredibly advanced state-of-the-art this is what secret I'm, this thing is that why we're working I'm beginning on. to think that... Okay, okay. Here's the weird thing. Because now we see, like, Valentine's like, I'm going to show you the big brain machine. Oh, hello, Kyle. Hello, young man. But then later he's like, he knows who Foss is. Like, he knows that Foss is, like, Kyle's trainer. So I'm just really confused about what the fuck Valentine knows about Kyle. Yeah, I mean, also, it is worth it is worth mentioning. We do know that Matacorp has the worst security in the world. True. Um, uh, so yeah, they uh, he he sh- says yeah, it's a it's a big big magnet, blah blah blah. So nobody can bring any metal in. He takes off his belt. Uh, he takes off his ring, and Kyle sees him put it in this little locker safe thing, and he watches him punch the password in. So he knows the password to the safe, but he can't just take it out because that would be awkward and that would be weird. That would be pretty cringe. So Kyle is restrained by uh, social norms, which I just think is terrible. He he should be allowed to punch in that code and say, I, I wanted your ring. I'm sorry. Goodbye. But he can't. Uh, man, what is with my notes? <laughs> Kyle watches Ballantyne punch a password in at the security desk, and it zooms in on the security guy's badge. John Smith, a classic name. <laughs> Did it feel, though, like they really, really focused on the fact that his name was John Smith? They they did zoom way in on his name tag. I thought it was going to come could, up. Later. I couldn't tell if See, I was I supposed thought, to be like, oh, John Smith. That See, can't I thought be that like, real, I Kyle know. was going to, like, John Smith, the... the world sexiest trumpet factory is hiring <laughs> trumpet dick fuckers what <laughs> like, uh is that like, a little too obscure perhaps yeah that is i mean I, I just thought they were gonna give him a watchdog style prank phone call that was like oh the job at the my job at the the horse licking factory my secret fetish revealed yeah, but no, his name, I don't really know what the point of that was. They go into this big, creepy white room. There's just, like, a white chair with a, like, dome thing above the headrest in the middle. Ballantyne says, this is the CIR. We like to call it Sir. Uh, would you like, this is so weird. He tells Kyle, like, here, try it. Take a seat. Don't worry. It's not online yet. It will, it'll Why be is up he putting Kyle in the machine? Test. He's just telling him to lay down in the chair. Here, <laughs> sit in this chair. I don't know. You never know? Kyle, lay down. Get in the animus. <laughs> you might like what you see. <laughs> we just wow, are what testing. A great chair. Thank we're, you. We're, we're testing. Look, we have we could test about like whether or not it can make you like ice cream in Avril Levine. But but what we can't <laughs> figure out is how comfy this fucking chair is. So we need you <laughs> to be the comfort boy. Kyle's like, look, you don't want to ask me. I sleep in a I bathtub. I sleep in a bathtub. My back support is really fucked up. <laughs> Kyle would never Kyle would never swear. I'm Have sorry. Have we mentioned that over the course of the show, Kyle has just been getting more worse and more and curved. worse. Every <laughs> every week his back problems get considerably worse. Maybe that's so, why maybe uh, that's why Adam Balin was like dying was just because he had been sleeping in a bathtub for 40 years. <laughs> so, uh even though he wasn't he wasn't tanked. Anyway, uh Kyle is like, uh, maybe next time and Valentine says, there Count on it. Count on and it. And then they I'm have gonna, a really I'm gonna weird, put you like, in the comfortable silence. chair, Kyle. Um <laughs> They just have a weird awkward silence though, just like kinda looking around, just looking at their shoes. That's the end of that scene. Sam, every week 
Thomas Foss is in the show. He continues to deliver. Not true. Um, no, I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying. Every, oh, sorry, I thought that was the whole no, sentence. No, Sam. Um, every week, Thomas he's, Foss he's is in on every this episode. show. I just Wrong. think that. Oh, damn it! You got me. Like Foss, we know Foss sucks at everything. But what? like, uh, 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 I don't know who is playing Foss and if he means to do this, but just each episode, he just becomes a little more unhinged. Like he's just everything about him is just continuously falling apart. <laughs> he's like by by this like in episode, you know, whatever episode two or three, he's like ice cold. Like he shows up. He I mean, his plans are fucking stupid, but like he's like, it's weird. I, I actually I, I was actually uh when i was making the uh josh traeger band of horses funeral amv mm-hmm. that's on our twitter twitter.com slash potting bros if you want to look at that horrible thing mm-hmm. when i was like going through episodes looking for pictures of josh to put in it uh it was actually really weird seeing him back when he was foss truckman like he was foss truckman like, he was he was killing he like he was doing these these he just he just had a totally different vibe and he now was, like, he's very like, just quietly menacing and now he's just this uh, fucking bumbling loser what, what did you tell him why did you tell Declan? what did you can't tell what are you doing kyle and oh geez i slipped on a banana peel and fell right on like, my nuts every mo- <laughs> every moment he's on screen he's just about to have a nervous breakdown or he's currently <laughs> hey, remember when kyle was controlling water with his mind that was really good i can't wait for that to come back up why doesn't he do that anymore um so so he tells foss is like i can't believe you sold why'd you sell the ring kyle they weren't supposed to sell the ring kyle yeah i mean to be fair i can understand where he's coming from where he's like kyle adam balin gave you that ring after he died did you think that he just wanted you to pawn it? Like clearly it was yes important well i know i just it's it's not it's not what he's saying it's the way he's saying it yeah, um, but he yeah he he kind of chills out and he's like, well, what's done is done. We got to figure out what to do now. Uh, what did you find out about Ballantyne? Kyle says he's hiding something, and there's enough security at Matacorp to hide anything he wants. And Foss says, well, don't worry about it. I taught them everything they know. It's that fine. security is not very good. <laughs> uh, so Declan walks in, and Foss flips his shit. He's like, "What the fuck is he doing, here, Kyle? Who do you work for?" And Kyle's like, he's here to, I don't know. I do love that Declan is here, though, is the thing. It's very funny. It is really I'm gonna the, fucking you know, kill we talk Larry about Trigger. the Harry Potter, we talk about the Harry Potter Golden Trio. This is the Platinum Trio. It doesn't get any better than Kyle no, there's Sly, no, there's Declan no, McDonough, and Tom Fox. There is no arrangement of any character in any media property that is better than, than Kyle, Declan, and Foss. Just absolutely <laughs> fucking Emmy Award winning. The dream team. This is the Emmy Trio. Um, right. So Kyle in says they've won all the Emmys. Kyle says we're gonna get that ring back. We're gonna do a heist. Okay. Uh, this uh, fucking this. Wait. No. There's a little bit more until things get really cool. Um, Hollandaise brings Jesse over to Traeger. She has kind of a tense moment with Nicole, but Nicole's trying to be nice. She's like, "Oh, I like your glasses." Hollandaise says, "Oh, thanks. I I don't usually wear them, but I lost my contacts. Thanks. I left so my gla- I left my contacts in your husband's butthole." <laughs> Uh, Lori is like hiding in the kitchen and like overhears that and she's like, she lost her contact. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> no. Don't know what. I, I, Lori is reacting in a way that really does not make no, any not sense. No, not quite. Right now, yeah. Like, whatever. I don't, like, whatever, like, Nicole can, uh, whatever. She's not trustworthy of, of, uh, Emily, but we also know that Nicole knows that Emily is a fucking psychopath. Uh, but, uh-huh. but Lori's connection to this as of right now is like, why did she leave her contact? That's terrible. No. Okay, uh now Kyle Declan and Foss the Emmy trio have uh, pulled out an entire 
um, an entire the mat. They went to City Hall and they got the Matacorp blueprints that have, and then Kyle. The gigantic the map gigantic of Matacorp, which I, I have to assume that Kyle drew from memory using his big powerful brain. I just don't think he could do that, though. He's There's something Why remarkable not? about him, but, like, no, he, he, has to, he has to see things to remember them, Sam. He <laughs> well, didn't see the, the entire... Did, where the fuck did he get this map? The City then? Hall. It's public on the public record. Okay. How did he get to uh, fucking I, I, burgleyou.net? He's got resources. <laughs> Matt, true. What if that's uh, at the end? That's the end of the, like, their the big fight at the end of the of season four. He's like, Kyle, it's me, Ballantyne's dad. I'm the evil boss of the show. And then Kyle says, you forgot one thing, Ballantyne Sr. Matacorp isn't the only one with resources. And then he pulls out his- And big- then Kyle, Kyle and Ballantyne Sr. just start giving Jesse more and <laughs> more, more, more money. money. No, Jesse, it's you like, have to kill here's him. Here's a hundred. No, Jesse, no, here's a thousand. It's a and fucking Jesse's like, auction. Uh, it's an auction. <laughs> <laughs> I got one thousand. I got one thousand dollars for Jeff to kill Valentine. I got one thousand for Jesse to kill Valentine. Two thousand oh, for Jesse scenario, to kill Kyle. Kyle is paying Jesse to murder Valentine. <laughs> That's what he'd do. It's the only oh, way. No. That's terrible. Uh, so yeah, Kyle is like the security camera and the blah 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 and the motion detector and the uh, retinal scan. I gotta say, uh, when we started watching the show with the boy with no belly button, and even when I sat down to watch the show with the boy with no belly button today, I did not expect a heist to ever be on the table. And I'm d yeah. Fucking but here's, here's the trouble. Mm-hmm. Kyle says, in order to get into the CIR lab, they have a belly button scanner. <laughs> They make you take a DNA test to see if you're Adam Balin. <laughs> so I love that Foss, like partway through the heist planning, Foss is just like, okay, uh, now where does this fucking super old teenager become relevant to any of this? And I continued to ask that question all the way through up until the end of the heist, and I never got an answer. <laughs> more and more as the heist goes Do on. Do you think that, what if Adam uh, Balin left, by the this is un- unrelated, Adam Balin left Kyla note. The key to your ring is in that studded gem that I left in your belly button. <laughs> what? Uh, Kyle literally says the phrase, we have one shot, one opportunity. He really did uh, say it, though. Playing. Uh, he says, uh, we, only have, we only have one chance to do this. We have to do it tomorrow during the systems integration the test. Because the that's what? the only time. Sam, the what? What? I think what? you mean the systems integration test. Please stop doing that. No. I get the clipping is so you can I'm just thinking about me editing this later and how happy I'm going to be mm. and smiling. No, that's why uh, that's why you just make a label track, Sam. And then you can say, oh, here's the part where Jordan is a fucking asshole to me. And I can. Just- right. And then that will solve the problem in that I will see it and say, yep, great. Mm-hmm, nothing true. I can do here. So they have on. to wait for the systems integration test, because that's the only time they'll know that Ballantine is in the CIR lab. I, 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 I don't know if that's necessarily true, but OK, if Ballantine's really wants to micromanage, I guess he can. Yeah, um, that's true. I didn't really think about it, that he might not actually be in there. OK, this this uh, this scene fucking rules. I fucking I love this, this so, scene. I, it was so such good. a good payoff. I mean, the payoff hasn't really happened yet, but it's, ooh, it's so tantalizing. So Jesse is Jesse is uh, in therapy, um, and she's talking to Nicole, and she says, like, I've been seeing things about uh, memories of a fire, but, like, my sister tells me I've, there was no fire. And Nicole says, well, you know what I like to tell my patients to do is when is when uh, you have trouble remembering something, just try to draw what you see. And I'm like, Yes! Here's here's no! a big, big pad of paper and and some crayons. Yes! And then Jesse says, "Okay, I'll do it the only way I know how." And Nicole is like, "Did someone teach you how to draw like that?" And then Jesse says, 
isn't this just how you draw? And I'm like, this is yes! how people draw. Yes. yes. Hey, uh, do you think that uh, when they when they programmed all of the all of the childhood memories into Jesse's brain that that they were like, oh, and you always like to color like this. Once again, no matter what resources they have, they cannot be 100% thorough. Maybe they should have been a little bit more thorough, though, huh? <laughs> so we go back to the warehouse and we learn uh, that part of their heist plan. How did they do this? Declan, J- Declan just like has a camera on a tripod and he just like takes a picture of Foss. And they just put and, the And he eyeball, sends it to Kyle and Kyle's like, cool, JPEG. this will work for the retinal scanner. How did he get the pic- or or is he put? Does he upload it later once he's in the office? Or is he doing? He it uploads now? it later. He I, okay. I had to go okay. back and okay. correct okay. my okay. notes I th- because I, I thought I thought that yeah. no. But he he's he he basically explains that the plan is they're gonna get into Matacorp and he is going to take this picture of Foss's eye, which I remind you was taken from a couple feet away by a fucking regular camera, <laughs> so and he's going to funny. take that picture and upload it into Matacorp's system. And give him the permissions to basically use this for the retinal scanner. There is no fucking way in hell that a photograph of an eye is the same thing as a retinal scan. You gotta scan that eyeball, Sam. That's not it's how like, that works. No, they saw it. They saw the. Remember, they saw that it's not that. They saw the episode of MythBusters where they just like took a photocopy of a thumb and then used it to open a fingerprint lock, and they they said this will work. We got this. MythBusters oh, said okay. so. Yeah. Um, uh, Kyle, Kyle gets a call from Amanda and she's like, Hey, I got the tickets, Paco Baco. And Kyle says, Sorry, oh, Amanda, tonight I'm, I'm tinkling yeah, outside the binkle tonight. That. No, Kyle, don't stand Amanda up. You can do the heist tomorrow. And then Kyle says, No, I can't because tonight is the night of the system. Valentine's like, We have to do the systems integration test tonight because they're doing Pachelbel's cannon for 10 hours <laughs> and I hate Pachelbel and I just need something to take my mind off it. <laughs> Yeah, so the the concert that's tomorrow oh, Kyle. is the same time as Kyle. the systems integration test, so Kyle has to cancel. I gotta say, we love our boy. That's pretty Kyle, not great. When you when you knew that you had to do this, at the very least, you should have fucking called her and told her. Uh huh. Also, if you knew that you wouldn't be able to go. You should have fucking told her. She shouldn't have to find out after she buys the tickets. Yeah, pretty rude. Kyle's like, don't worry. We'll just sell your piano to make up for the money. <laughs> <laughs> just brings her another piano. Uh, sorry, Amanda. more rats in it. Amanda's like, sorry, Kyle. This one is more rat than piano. Amanda's like, sorry, Kyle. We can't, um, we can't go because my mom sold the Seattle Philharmonic Orchestra. They got traded like a baseball oh, no. team. So... And I asked her why, That's and she terrible. just said that she didn't want me to have classical music in my life anymore. Oh, Carol. Uh, Josh walks into to, well, Josh oh, walks boy. into Nicole's office, and he says, "Hey, do you have a minute to talk as my therapist, not as my mom? Strictly confidential." Uh, he closes the door. He tells her that Andy has cancer, and he immediately makes it all about himself. He really does. Uh, but I like he this says, girl, I Mom. finally meet a girl that I like. She's awesome. She plays G-Force. She loves zombie movies. The unrated ones that you don't think I watch. Josh is like, I want to help her, but she won't even talk to me about it. And then Nicole's like, what's the deal? What am I supposed to do? Do people Nicole hate? Says, hey, I have, uh, I have well, a question for our listeners. Do you hate this? Do you hate when we do this? 
Which Let part? us know the the part where we just are constantly. Hey, it's me, Josh Schrager. <laughs> are now, you we've sick never of this? done that for him before. <laughs> do, 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 do we need to stop? I've been receiving hundreds and hundreds of positive letters. I'm getting letters. letters. I'm getting letters every day. Bags full of letters. Bagfuls of letters saying that they love Josh Traeger voice and that he's so fucking smexy. Uh, well, hey, if anyone wants us to stop, you know where to write a review about it on mm-hmm. iTunes. Just kidding, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please don't do that. Um, <laughs> Nicole. Nicole. No, wait, says, wait. Josh well, is talking. Andy... Wait, Josh is talking about how how sad his life is now that the girl he likes has cancer. So he goes, Mom. Oh there my dear. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh Nicole says if if Andy doesn't want to talk about it, then what you can do is just be there for her as her friend. And if she decides that she wants to talk about it, then you'll be there to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We go to Jesse. Oh fuck. Who sneaks into Hollandaise. Oh room, my god. <laughs> and the first the first thing she sees <laughs> is a comically Where askew are the picture villains on, on the wall. show so bad at their job. <laughs> Like, why, why even, like, if you're going to make it that askew, why not just have it be a sign that just says there is a safe in the wall here? Well, it's okay, because surely no one would be able to recognize the the iconic melody played on the beeping magical safe. (laughs) So Jesse opens the safe. Jesse, she goes to straighten the picture, not realizing that there's obviously a safe behind it, but then she sees that there's a safe behind it. And she she looks at the safe, she realizes what she heard earlier, she punches in the code, it's Paco Baco's canon in D, and the safe opens, she pulls out a picture of Hollandaise's daughter, plus a folder full of documents, there are passports, uh... There's a Russian passport. Who was it? Was it... I think it was Wughead in the Discord pointed out that, uh, yeah, one of the passwords, yes, this was Wughead, pointed out that one of the passports was like a Soviet passport? Yeah, she's a Russian, she's, she defected. I guess. When? Uh, she's, I don't know. <laughs> when the Soviet Union I, still I didn't existed. I notice it, but. This is, takes place. Every in, detail matters. Every detail matters. This will uh, be, this will, she, having a Soviet passport in 2008 really gets you through a lot of closed doors. Yeah. It gets you into the Soviet sees, Union. Not that there are many closed doors that she encounters because Stephen keeps fucking opening them. <laughs> Fuck. So she also sees that there's like a, like a school schedule for Paige. Yeah, it says like Paige's birthday. I hope Jesse doesn't find out. She sees on the 22nd, Paige will be at Sally's birthday party at the Beachwood Community Center. Uh, and that, you know that matters because they zoomed in on it very intensely. I'm just, so it's as I'm, important as that guy's name being John Smith. I'm cackling. What a good show. I can't wait for Jesse to uh, be normal. Steven uh, gets a call from Kyle and he's like, Hey Steven, I left my binder in your office. And Steven's like, "Oh, I can, I can bring it home." Let me just go uh, through the I retina scanner. Kyle's like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> Kyle's like, "No, it's fine. I'm, I'm pretty close by. I can just come in and get it." Steven's like, "Well, hey, tell you what, I'm heading into the sin- the systems integration test in a minute. Uh, I could tell security to let you in." <laughs> no, you can't. No. Un. Fucking no! thinkable. No. Yeah. No. 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 I'll I'll tell no. security to let you pass the retinal no! scanner into the elevator, and then no. Oh my god. Fuck. Here's what you do, Stephen. You 
fucking take it to the front desk and tell them Kyle's coming to pick it up. There's no fucking way in hell that you can just tell them to let him in. Fuck it. The fucking season finale is going to be that Matacorp, like, fully unrelated to the main plot, Matacorp gets completely brought down by, like, just some asshole, like, waltzing in and stealing all of their data and destroying them. And that's going to be what happens to Matacorp, and it's going to be entirely their fault if their security is like no, this. No, it's going to, it's all just going to end when Foss blows them all up, so. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, except, Steven, uh, Traeger, you gets a phone call, Lori answers, and it's someone <laughs> saying, hello, this is blah, 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 from the Stratford Hotel. Uh, Steven Traeger left his contact lenses in his room. I think this is maybe says, uh, excessive service. I don't think a hotel would call you... If you left most things in it, I think usually if you leave something in a hotel room, they it goes directly into the toilet. But I'm I'm questioning whether this is actually the hotel. Oh, that's fair. It it could be it could, it could be, be like Valentine's Valentine's secretary, Valentine's secretary that we see over and over again in this episode. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. is this is this the is this Stephen? Yeah, uh, you left your you left your lube in the hotel room. <laughs> you left your lube at, with the. I mean, I'm not really sure what a, what it is actually. It's it's in a an un, it's like a bottle, but it, there's a label on it that says lube for having sex with, with Emily, Emily Hollandaise. Who? Sam. <laughs> When you say it real, I keep forgetting that that's not what a real name is. <laughs> I know. That's why I like to sprinkle it in once but, in a while. It's but, funny. The, but it's so hard because Ballantyne is his real name. And I, I, we've talked about this like six fucking times now. I just can't get over it. One of them is real and one of them isn't. And it's not the one I keep thinking is. Yeah. Anyway, Lori's like, my dad doesn't wear contacts. There must be a mistake. Nicole walks in and Lori hangs up and she's like, wrong number. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Uh, Ballantyne uh, and Stephen. This scene yeah. fucking... This scene killed me, Jordan. Uh-huh. Valentine is with Stephen and Hollandaise. They're about to go into the testing room, and Stephen's like, "Well, sir, I hope the real thing goes as well as the simulations have been going." And Valentine says, "You better hope so, because you'll be fired if it doesn't." <laughs> Just kidding. But Hollandaise will be out on her ass. What a what, what a fun boss. He's really the Hank what Scorpio a, of Kyle X. What a fun environment. Remember, Stephen. Uh, I mean, it's Sam. It's like the Matacorp motto. Matacorp always People has love one. It when their boss jokes about firing them, Sam. If it's they do Sam. One thing wrong. We already we already know what Matacorp's motto is. We always have one eye on your family and a finger on the trigger. Remember, <laughs> he said that. So Valentine's secretary says, uh, "Tom Foss has a package for you." Yes. Tom, well, no, no, no. Tom know, Foss calls he's, yeah, Valentine's he's... secretary and says. Oh, I got a package for Mr. Ballantyne down here that needs a signature. She says, okay, I'll be right down. She gets in the elevator. Kyle sneaks in. I was very confused about this, but uh, shit. I don't know if we mentioned that when Kyle calls Steven, he and Declan and Foss are like right outside the building. So presumably uh, Steven says, okay, you can, I'll let you up. And then Kyle just goes straight to Ballantyne's floor, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So the secretary gets in the elevator. Kyle, like, sneaks past her, and he he sits down at Valentine's computer. He plugs in a little USB, and a little progress bar pops up that says, Hacking his computer, Kyle. Uh, there, there's a completely unnecessary flashback to the heist planning scene. I mean, it's not exactly a flashback, because it's like, we didn't see this conversation no. before. But we just cut back to Kyle being like, I will hack their computer. Thanks. Thank okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep, that's a given. I, Duh. Yeah. No, I got it, Kyle. Yeah, I see it. you doing it. Yeah, I don't here, know what there the he goes. Was for. There he goes. Ah, Yay! Cool. 
<laughs> tell and show uh then he puts in foss's uh, adrian brody's beautifulized on jpeg <laughs> sorry thomas thomas foss's beautifulized jpeg he puts it in swaps it for the does anyone remember that was a very old jerkinet reference i'm sorry um it's not that old that he this, switches out season he switches out Valentine's retinal skin picture with Thomas Foss beautiful eyes JPEG. I, in my in my imagination, it's just a picture of uh, Valentine's retina, and then he just swaps it out for like a headshot of yeah. Thomas Foss. <laughs> it's just smiling. a very distant retinal scan. Ex- computer, then can I get cut- a printout of Thomas Foss smiling? We cut downstairs to Declan. Who is spray painting onto the front this, door? What Matacorp is, is people? people. Like he's like a crazy teen or something. Like I look, I get the reference, but yeah. I, I don't. Couldn't it, it be really like Matacorp? Yeah, I don't know. And then like Foss, who is dressed up as Matacorp security, like grabs Declan, yes. fucking get puts him in an arm bar, drags him, and he's this like, fucking kills me, Jordan. First of all, I I was kind of surprised that they didn't even bother explaining how Foss has a Matacorp security. Yeah, he killed, uniform, he killed one of the security let me, officers. Let me let me describe what. Let me describe this scene from the perspective of one of the other security. I'm taking many, this. Many I'm taking this boy deep within our secret Here's what facility. Happens, okay. Uh-huh. Here's what happens. Uh huh. I'm I'm a security guard at Matacorp. I'm just standing by the metal detector. I see a teenager who looks really old spray painting Matacorp as people you on the front door. You don't need to be rude to Declan like 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 that. Don't well, I don't know him personally. I'm just a security guard. I just work here. What the heck, Get man? Back. Anyway. So then what what happens next from my perspective is that a guy in a security uniform who I've never seen before. <laughs> I'm the new guy. And I'm going to take him deep within our secret lab. He just he just walks up from behind the teenager. So he is outside. He he did not come from in he the building. Is going this is to just be... some guy outside who I've never seen before wearing the uniform just walks up and grabs this teenager and drags him in and says don't worry, guys. I'm gonna take him upstairs I'm and hold him the, hostage. I'm taking him to the CIR lab. <laughs> he just says, "I'm gonna take him upstairs and hold him for the police." Why don't you hold and him? I, it's okay. I'm just like, well, I don't I know who know. that guy that is. is. I don't know where he came from. That seems like a weird way to handle graffiti by fucking getting them in a headlock and dragging them inside and taking them upstairs. But you know what? He's wearing the uniform. Mm-hmm. Turns out the package, there was no package also, is the other thing. I was actually really surprised. Yeah, because Valentine Security, like, walks past them and kind of kind of rolls her eyes at this teenager who was doing some graffiti. And she walks up to a security guard and is like, hi, um, um, there was a package for Mr. Valentine. And he's just like, no, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. What are you talking about? They couldn't. They couldn't even just like get an empty cardboard box and just like tape just it up put and put some a fucking rocks fucking in a fake box. Shipping label on it. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand like, the problem here. <laughs> don't, don't you want to like make this believable for as long nope. as possible? But whatever. I mean, it ultimately doesn't matter for reasons we'll get to in a moment. Uh, Foss takes Declan to the elevator. He scans his eye and it says, "Welcome, Mister Valentine." And I said, "Good thing nobody was around to hear that, because that would be a problem." Well, Valentine, you're you're a different race than I remember you being. What? <laughs> Mr. Ballantyne, sir, you've you've finally turned white. <laughs> yes, that's right. The the we gave me all the money and reprogrammed me. Our resources. You understand are our resources. We can do anything. We can do anything. Uh, Declan's like, oh, what the heck, man? You have to practically break my arm. 
why not taser me? And Foss says, I considered it. And Declan, let's just say Declan, he'll get his just desserts for that one later. Declan would say, what the heck, man? That is true. Uh, they get out of the elevator in the sci-fi lab where Ballantyne uh, didn't tell Kyle about the thing earlier. Uh, he hands Declan back the can of spray paint and says, get to it. Why? Uh, why, though? It's fun. Uh, literally no reason. It's fun, though. Uh, Foss then calls the security guard, whose name is John Smith, uh, uh, and says... Hello, John Smith. Uh, if that hey. is your real name, uh, there's a problem in stairwell number four. There's a disturbance in the stairwell by you. And he says, okay, I'll go get up and check it out and leave this incredibly, leave this incredibly important security important. checkpoint totally unguarded. Uh, he walks into the stairwell, and he sees that Declan has spray-painted You Are Trapped Why, onto the wall. Why, though? And we go, literally shouldn't does not, there's no to, reason for it. Shouldn't you want to leave it's, a, no trace, leave no trace, no trace, in and out. Why do you need to spray paint on the building? Come on. Yeah, especially since he, he left it in a place where the guy could have walked in, seen it, and immediately gone, oh shit, oh, shit and like fuck. stopped the door from closing behind him. Why wouldn't they just like, oh, system haywire, something's wrong with our security system. You got locked in. Oh no. It's good though. Kyle, yeah, I don't. Kyle I don't is Kyle know, is in Valentine's office with his hack, and he locks the dude in so he can't get out. Yeah, um, yeah. He also he also locks Valentine's uh, secretary in the elevator. He oh yeah he does. That was that's pretty fucked up. But, yeah, um, <laughs> it's not. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Locking the security guard in is also kind of fucked up. Yeah, fair enough. I just I just feel like I feel. I like, guess the elleator is yeah. is worse because it's. Uh, an enclosed yeah it's in a very small enclosed space that's dangling above a giant pit and anyway you know, kyle is on valentine's computer and he notices a folder labeled 781227 and he's like huh he sees a folder have to do with zizik he sees a folder labeled one zig 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 seven zig 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 uh, meanwhile, Foss goes over to the safes where Valentine's ring is. He starts punching in the code he that Kyle starts, gave him. He but starts he hears, very slowly punching in the code, and then Laurie he hears is here. some voices. Yeah, and he hides. He hides around a corner, and Laurie is here she's with crying, some guy sad. in a suit, and she's like, "I'm. I need to talk to my dad now. It's a family emergency." The guy's like, "You can't. He's in the middle of a software test." She says, "Well, then I'll wait for him right in front of this safe." And the guy's I'll wait like, here. Oh, fine, oh, hey, I'll just oh, hey, leave Foss. you here. Um, so Foss is now hiding behind a locker like he's hidden. Um, then uh, Kyle continues going through the files and he notices a folder labeled 781228. The experiments continued after I was removed. <gasps> Ballantine, uh, Ste- yeah, Ballantine, Stephen, and Hollandaise all walk out and they're all laughing. And Ballantine goes, ha, 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 we sure integrated those systems. He fucking says, looks like you get to keep your jobs for what another day. What is wrong I, with this fucking dude? Did- this is such, like, honestly, though, like, just such, like, classic, realistic, yeah, like, asshole boss energy who, who's like, hey, I'm I'm just I'm just one of the guys. Uh, hey, I, I, I hope I don't have to you. fire you. Uh, just kidding. Hey, how about hey, you let hey. me go to your house for dinner with your family? All right, I'm on my Gonna way. Gonna give your daughter some alcohol. Hey. What an asshole. I, I fucking so hate much. Valentine. Yeah, I almost want to uh, call so him Steven... Valentine to disrespect him. So Steven sees Lori and he's like, hey, hey what's, what's wrong? What's the matter? She says, I need to talk to you in private. So Steven says, OK, well, let's go to my office. Valentine and Hollandaise look smug as they walk away. Uh, Foss is still hiding. Valentine puts his ring back on and he's like, it looks like someone's upset over some contact lenses. Yeah, I guess I guess it, it does seem to me that this is all they're sowing seeds of dissent in the Traeger family. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think Steven think, cheated on Nicole. 
I don't think that Steven cheated on Nicole. I don't think that that's part. I don't think that the plan is for her to seduce him. I think that the plan is just to make Nicole think that he's cheating. Yeah, on her. pretty much. I, I need to reiterate. I do not have any fucking clue what the point of that would be. Well, but I think that they're just they're, trying to. <laughs> they they need to get Kyle's art, file out of his brain. Science, uh, yeah, evil. Making your wife think that you're cheating on her. I don't think this has anything to do with Kyle's file. I think they're just they're just being rude at this point. <laughs> just evil. Uh, so Foss uh, calls Kyle as as they leave, and he's like, "You got to get out of there." Ballantine got his ring. I wasn't able to get it. He's on his way back to his office. Kyle disconnects his USB. Ballantine uh, walks into the office, but Kyle is nowhere to be seen. And Ballantine's like, "Hmm, something's off here." But a security guard shows up and says, "Sir, there's been a security breach. You got to come quick." He pulls the door shut behind him, and we see that Kyle was hiding behind Uh-oh. the door. Ooh. When Ballantyne opened the door, it slammed Kyle into the wall. He was flat, flat like, like a, a pancake, pancake, and then he kind of peels Ooh. off the wall and Whoa. sort of slowly flutters down to the floor. Jesse is at uh, the birthday party. F- I'm losing my mind here. Jesse's at the birthday. I love this shit. Je- Jesse's at the children's birthday party. There's clowns. There's frowns. There's grime and crime. Paige is there. Gowns. There's uh, Paige is there with with some friends, and the clown is doing drawings for them. I don't know. I thought that the clown was doing balloon yeah, animals. I've or never something. been to a birthday party where a clown has been drawing animals. See, it was for weird because I looked at, I looked away and and then uh, I heard Paige go, "I wanted a lion. Could you give me a lion?" And so I was like, "Oh, he's doing balloon animals. Duh." Uh, but no, he's just drawing. He's doing caricatures. Yeah, He's the yeah. king of so Sting. Jesse, Jesse walks up and she's like, where's your mom? And Paige says, away. And yeah, it, uh, she's sad. And I'm like, oh, because her mom's not here. Yeah. But then it turns out that I she's just sad because she wanted, a, she wanted a drawing of a lion. But the clown drew her a giraffe. That's really unprofessional. I don't know why he did that. Uh, I got to say. Yeah. I don't get this. Because I feel like, you know, it would make way more sense. What? To ask just, Emily about this? No, you know it would make way more sense just reality wise okay. than a clown is drawing animals for the children, the but clowns. he drew a lion a clown he is drew a giraffe a instead of a lion. Balloon animals. You know what would make more sense balloon at animals. this party? Balloon animals. No, because Jesse can't do balloon animals. You know what would make more sense? I want to see how Kyle and Jesse do balloon animals, Sam. Okay, but you know what would make more sense? What would make though? more sense? What if there was like a caricature artist and she saw the drawing and it hurt her feelings? And yeah, then Jesse sits the King down and she's like, what's the matter? And Paige I don't know like, who's oh, inviting a caricature artist to a children's birthday party, though, Sam. I mean, it's not to be fair. It's not actually clear that it is a children's birthday party. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's just it's just it's just some kind of party at the community. It was center. it was like Sally, little Sally Sue's birthday party. What the fuck are you talking I mean, about? It, it, what, it do just, you think it, it was the birthday party of some just rent? Sally's party community center. Uh, yeah, uh, there's fucking clowns and bounce houses and babies here. Yeah, because it's a party for children. It's I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that it... Okay, how are about gonna, this? How about this? Are you the... going to be... A, uh, Paige is going to Preston's fuck school, fuck the system party. At... Let me be clear. Let me be clear. I, did, I didn't say that the caricature artist can't be a clown. <laughs> He's the king of Sting. He's good at this. This is it. He's um, the king of Sting. But no, like the, the clown draws a picture of her. She she sees the caricature. It hurts her feelings. And then Jesse comes up and says like, oh, what's the matter? And then she says, oh, here, I will draw you a picture of you. And then does her thing. I'm about to Instead, end Instead, what happens is that the clown was like, ah, I'm not doing a fucking lion and draws a giraffe. I and fucking Jesse hate lions. Like, I'll draw you a lion. 
Yeah, whatever. So Jesse says, hey, can I have a crayon? The clown gives her a crayon and she starts doing a tap tap drawing. And Paige says, who are you? And she says, I'm just a friend. Don't worry about it. Stephen, we're in Stephen and Lori in Stephen's office. Uh, Lori asks if Stephen mm. is having a funny affair with Emily Holland Days. Well, um, because she doesn't con- say a funny affair. She says a, there's a, nothing a, funny. A, a bad affair. A bad affair. It would be funny. It would be good if it was a funny affair, actually. Um, the hotel <laughs> found their sex loot. <laughs> I'm cheating on your mom. Their butt, their butt stuff. All that. All those things they left in the Sorry? hotel room. Their butt stuff. Hmm. hmm? You know, what? butt stuff. They left it in the in the hotel room. Huh. Hmm. You know what? Holes, plugs, tubes. Cones. Hello, is this the household of Steven Traeger? He left his butthole in the hotel room? <laughs> yeah. No, that, that can't be right. My dad doesn't have a butthole. Yeah, he was grown in a tank. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Hey, wait um, a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a second! Hold the fucking phone! Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Kyle doesn't have an umbilical cord, just saying, where is that waist going, Sam? Where is that waste going? Did oh, you didn't notice that when he was in the tank, it was just brown? dark brown? <laughs> Wait a fucking... Maybe they, they you know, he's ever, he's biologically he human. Was, no, he was, he was hooked up to tubes and wires. We can assume that they were sucking his shit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So Stephen left his butt, his, his butt stuff in the hotel. <laughs> Um, Lori knows about it, but Steven's like, I, what? I don't, what? But, like, actually, he seems like he's very, (laughs) he does Mark Wahlberg the happening. What? What? No. (laughs) No. Uh, he is, he is, he is genuinely seems confused. Like, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's like, I, of course I didn't cheat on your mom. Like, he says the hotel must have made a mistake. Nothing happened. I don't have contacts. They, they, I don't know what's going on there, but they weren't my contacts or it wasn't my room. I don't know. Uh, Lori says, well, I've seen how you act whenever she calls. You're always so happy and excited to talk to her. And he's like, well, it's because I live with a bunch of fucking chums. No, he doesn't say this. When when I call my coworkers, I start crying. (laughs) He says normally he doesn't get to talk to people who understand what he does. So it's just nice to talk to her. And they are coworkers and they have a perfectly friendly relationship. That's all. Bullshit. Uh, Lori's like, does she know that you're married? Foss then. I mean, she uh, would have to because... Nicole is Jesse's. Foss and Hollandaise run into each other, and I didn't understand why until uh, Foss. Yeah, it really looked like it was a meet cute wow. at first. Oh, hi there. Um, if I wasn't yeah, trying they, to, they seduce bump Steven. into each other. She kind of like looks at him as hey, he leaves, hey. and I was like, "Oh, okay. you look like he you look a like a guy. To Paige. You look like a guy who'd get caught in a water slide." <laughs> hey, what? Foss, Kyle, I've got trapped in the slide oh. again. It's <laughs> like, what is this a reference to? Okay, uh. But then as Foss walks away, she runs over to Valentine and she's like, that's Kyle's handler. Let's go fucking get it. Yeah, so they, they uh, I guess they, now they this truly is do fucking know. wild, This Jordan. is maybe one of the wildest things Kyle has done besides uh, solving the burglary, I think. Kyle and Foss, or Kyle and Declan, rather, they meet up. Kyle says, I didn't get the ring. We got to get out of here. They get in the elevator. Foss catches up with them. He gets in the elevator with them. He oh, says, God. Valentine is on his way. Kyle says... Can one of you stop the doors from automatically what? retracting? Can I ask you, Jordan, what did you think that meant when um, you said Well, it? I thought that, it, you know, elevator, because elevator doors close when there's nothing in the way. So I always thought, oh, so De- he's going to have Declan, like, put his leg, you know, in the door so it doesn't close. Yeah, I thought that he meant stop them from automatically retracting as in 
just hold the door open. Yeah, like, you know, put your hand near the... Declan understands what he means, and he says, yep, I can do that. He, like, reaches into the door, like, into the, like, open, like, slot in the door, where it, like, slots in with the other side of the door, and he just, like, tears out some wires. Why didn't they just hold the button? Foss looks at him, and he's like, what? MacGyver He loves MacGyver. Why didn't he just hold the fucking button? The one that holds the door open. No, that's not that's not what they're talking about. What are they talking about? Oh, like the th- we'll oh, get to it in a moment. Oh, oh, automatic so retract. Yeah, okay. Kyle watches I through. See. There's okay. Let, I need to describe this because if I don't describe where they are, what Kyle is doing will make no sense. It doesn't and even make if I much do, it won't sense. Make any yeah. sense anyway. But yeah, they are in the elevator. Directly across from them is a glass, glass door, door with, with the, the Matacorp logo. logo on the window. Ballantine is running towards them and he sees him through the window. Yes. And Kyle thinks to himself, the problem seemed complex, but the math was a simple mix of algebra and geometry. The angle of the incidence equals the angle of reflection on the Matacorp logo. And Kyle Foss is like, what? Kyle, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and... He explains it, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense as far... Like, I I couldn't make sense of it. But basically what he says is he's using the Matacorp logo between them to mentally calculate exactly how far away Ballantyne is, how fast he's approaching, and ultimately when he will reach the elevator. Yeah. And he counts three, two, one, and he says, close the door, Foss. Foss pushes the door, the button... Uh, the button that doesn't work because uh, the closed door button doesn't actually do anything. And Ballantyne reaches into the elevator, which I guess Kyle knew that he would do. He just like stretches his arm out into the elevator, I guess, to stop it from closing. But what the thing that Declan did by tearing out some wires from the inside of the door is that it doesn't detect his arm yeah, I and see, it closes I see on what, his arm. Yeah. Not in a in an ouch oof way, weirdly. He seems fine. But the point point being, his arm is stuck. Kyle pulls the ring off. Ballantyne pulls his arm back out. The elevator goes down. Mm-hmm. So Kyle escapes with the ring. Yeah. Ballantyne says, we gotta lock this building down. And then they don't, because they get out. It's fine. Well, oh, sorry, because we gotta get an action scene first. Uh, Declan? Okay. Bear with me What here. the heck, man? Uh, you know Taskmaster Season 10? <laughs> you know Johnny Vegas? Where he's just, like, Dude. goes to get the hose, and then for literally no fucking reason, he just falls over, and it's beautiful and wonderful. This actually reminded me more of Foss dangling from the rock wall. <laughs> so yeah, because his, ex- like his arm exploding, yeah. Right, they're running down the stairs, the alarm is going off, it's like, <laughs> lockdown, <laughs> initiating. Kyle says, even if the building's on lockdown, the emergency exits will be open, I know where they are, let's go. And then Declan, literally there's just a cut... And for no apparent he just reason, falls down the stairs. Declan just, just, I guess his ankle just explodes. Yeah, that's and he true. He just does, eats we shit. Did, we did, I, I did forget until, well, now, but also in the episode when he says like, oh, my, my ankle, because he does have that bad ankle from the, from when the basketball coach, uh, gave, he did the sledgehammer uh, crunches. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that we were meant to understand that he still has a bad ankle considering he's been playing basketball this entire time. Well, he hasn't whatever. done a daring heist. Oh, do we mention, he's, this whole episode he's been playing well, basketball. Well, yeah, he, he was playing basketball and, you know, the coach was like, all right, all right, McDonough, you're going to put it in the, you're going to put your leg in the elevator door and it's going to strengthen it right up. <laughs> so, so Declan's, 
De- Declan just falls. He yeah. just eats shit. And his he leg just is falls all down up. an entire flight of stairs. He can't move on his own. Uh, I'm yeah, glad he's okay is, besides his leg. Oh my god. This is I know maybe this is cinema sins of me, but I really don't think it is, Jordan. I literally looked. They spend 25 seconds yeah, it seems just like, like hemming and hawing about how they'll get away and just, I'll stay. There's no, two, I'll there's stay. two I'll people. Stall. No, you can't. You can no, pick up I Declan. Kyle is very strong also. That's another thing we know about Kyle. They can lift him mm-hmm. and pick him up, but whatever. But no, because uh, once again, you know, we're, we're looking – you're looking at the, the media for – you're looking at it's a very utilitarian view of media, you know, everything has to serve a logical purpose. Now, the reason that they're waiting so long is because we need Foss to make a noble and daring sacrifice, and I, I want to see yeah, him get it, the shit kicked out of him, so I think I love that they stayed <laughs> behind for so long. It's a sacrifice for us to get to watch yeah. him get owned. I love it! But yeah, they spend so long yeah. being like, oh, we got it. no, you You go, no, you I go. Won't. Foss is like, I gotta go, uh, I gotta get the shit rocked. I love that Foss says to Kyle... Something that I assume is meant to be like a cryptic hint, but he just says, the ring is all you need, which doesn't sound very cryptic. <laughs> he could have said, the ring is the key, Kyle. The ring is the key. I don't think he knows, yeah. though. I don't know if Foss <laughs> knows what the ring does. Uh, then we get yeah, a beautiful we get a beautiful scene where, like, Kyle and Declan go. Foss uh, gets just d- destroyed. Um, it's so funny. He pulls out his like little security baton and he starts kicking ass for, yeah, for like maybe one, one second. second. Yeah, and then he immediately gets his ass kicked, and they tase him it's so so bad. funny. And uh, he's like, ah, "I should have focused more on fighting people than torturing them." Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> I should have just not. <laughs> How stayed. funny! I wish I he had pulled. Just left. He should have pulled out his phone and then texted Kyle three stars. <laughs> no, wait, come back! Ah. <laughs> So they get outside. Declan says, oh, remember season one? And my ankle hurts. Yeah. Kyle uh, says, I'm going for... Kyle says... Yeah. He says, I'm going back for Foss. And then Declan says, uh, but what about the ring? Which I like to think about Kyle being like, I got to go back for Foss. But yes, I am taking the ring. He told me <laughs> He told me not to let it go. Yeah. Declan's like, the, uh, the rings... He said the ring's important. If we go back, we might lose it. It'll all be for nothing. We got to go. Uh, they get in Declan's car. Kyle drives them away. That's- I guess it's yeah, his he drive. ankle i guess i, I guess kyle can drive um, we know that he could drive he's done it before they're gonna so take the guards uh-oh. drag foss over to ballantyne Bad news, and they everybody. say take him to room 237 now that's a reference i believe oh what to what i think it's the shining oh uh, i was thinking room 101 is 1984 Room yeah, room 237 is the Shining. no they're gonna give foss a bunch of money and brainwash him no! no, Foss is going to get a blowjob from a man in a bear costume. What? What? Sam, what the fuck did you just say to me? I think it's actually, I think it's a guy gives a blowjob to a man in a bear costume. Is it? Is this The Shining? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Nicole is, oh, this rules again. Uh, Nicole is looking at Jesse's... D- just, 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 just to be clear, because I don't want to just move past this. Ballantyne f- tells the security guards... They're going to, like, they're, they're like The others Foss. got away, but we got this one, and Ballantyne's like... Take him to room 237. Like, look, I know that this is an evil corporation, but like... You can't just, like, kidnap people. You can't just, like, you can't just kidnap people. Like, <laughs> like, and this, like isn't, this isn't Zizix. Like, this isn't an underground secret compound. This is right. a place where normal people work. <laughs> right, like, Kyle could just, like, call the police and be like, Hey, uh, they kidnapped uh, Thomas This is Plus. really embarrassing. Uh, my friends and I, like, broke into... Yeah, I know Matacor I shouldn't have. Might be. And they... And they caught my friend, they did and they are him. currently, like, holding him hostage, and I think they might be, like, torturing him. And the police will be like, 
Oh, well, he broke in. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. we're back with Nicole. Sh- Bye. She's comparing Jesse's dot pictures with Kyle's dot pictures. And we see like the faint outline of the iconic. I got it on my arm. I got a tattoo of it on the iconic Zizek symbol. Um, and then she looks at Kyle's pictures and, and she sees his iconic Zizek symbol and she starts like tracing it. And then she sees ruining it, by the way, no, that would have been worth a lot of money oh someday, God, Nicole. No. And then she sees and she sees the Zizix logo and she's like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So so she knows, obviously, Kyle draws things from memory. Jesse has this weird same drawing thing. She drew this fire and on the wall behind the fire is the same symbol which suggests that this is a memory that she has. And not to, What's not to like, I love here? Kyle XY, um, not to, you know, continuously say how flimsy Kyle's cover story was, but like the Matacorp or the Zizek symbol and the dot drawings never got explained to Nicole. She never figured out what the fuck that was about. Nah, uh, she doesn't care. Whatever. I guess, anyway, I guess she justified uh, it as like, oh, he happened to be by some key card or whatever. So maybe he just drew what he saw. I don't know. Hollandaise goes to pick up Paige at the party uh, she finds her looking at a drawing that she did, and she's like, oh, is that me and you? And Paige is like, no, it's my friend. I did this cool drawing. My friend, I knew a new friend did this cool drawing for me. So I do a picture of me and my new friend. Mommy! And she shows the drawings. She shows the drawings to her mom, and uh, there's there's a tap-tap drawing of a lion and a tap-tap drawing of a page. Uh-oh. And is like, oh, boy. <laughs> okay, All right. Let's get out of here. Looks like, my, uh, looks like I'm about to get my neck broken. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, all, all right. right, let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, no. I can't wait for next week. What the fuck is this? Happen everything happening is so good. So Kyle gets oh, back to God. trigger you. Um, Amanda is here. Um, she says, like, ah, I hope you had fun. I, I would have loved to have gone to Baco Taco with you, Kyle. She's she's returning a CD that Lori lent her. Yeah, it's, it's Lori. Lori, just in case Kyle did something shitty, wrote a song called kyle it's been a while you make She's me smile returning her copy of everything all the time a band of horses kyle uh, kyle's like i would have loved to have gone to the concert but instead i went and watched declan get his leg exploded <laughs> uh amanda is like oh it's okay i understand no. actually, actually no i'm no, mad you should have don't you sh- why did you why you should have told me like why why is it that your thing is suddenly more important than my thing and i just want to know yeah, what's going on i mean the, on. the real the real question is you said that you had to cancel because of something important, but you are very pointedly not telling me anything about it. This is one if I were, I think Kyle should just be like, all right, let me start here. I'm a clone. I was growed in a tank. <laughs> I don't see any reason why Kyle. Did I ever sh- tell you about Adam Balin? <laughs> let me tell you about Adam Balin. I think, I think Kyle should tell Amanda you, the truth. Amanda, has, have you ever seen Kyle XY? I think he has no reason. Once again, don't trust Brian Taylor. Foss is whatever. Matacorp is whatever. Just tell them. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say that I that it like there's probably an element of like what will she think of me? Like, what if she thinks I'm weird? But like, Amanda has been very clear. Yeah, she's that been incredibly she knows that he's weird, and she fucking loves she, it. She loves that he's a little. The weird first guy. time that they met was him like pissing and shitting, like breaking into her house and crying. <laughs> she loves that weirdness. I just think Kyle needs to have a big meeting with everyone. I don't think. Let me let me just say. I think if the Traeger family heard from Kyle that he was a clone, whatever, I think they'd have come to understand it. I think if they found out that he had already told Declan, they might not, they might not, they might not love that. 
<laughs> oh god, if Josh fi- if Josh, if Josh finds, finds out, out, he's gonna be like, wait, Dec- Declan do? <laughs> I didn't even know that you know that guy. <laughs> like, imagine how pissed Lori would be if she found out that Declan had been hiding that from her this whole time. <laughs> Not great. Yeah, like, look, I know that. Okay, so here, so to to what actually what actually happens here is that uh, Amanda says like, what is this? Why is it so important? And then she's like, I know what's going on. You feel like I'm rushing you into this, and you're having doubts. And Kyle's like. I do have doubts, Amanda. And she's like, uh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Look, Kyle, I got something important to tell you. But he he keeps talking. He's like, I do have doubts about everything except for how I feel about you. And then they kiss. And uh, Kyle says, anyway, what did you want to tell me? And she says, actually, it's not important. Let's keep kissing. Yeah, yeah I guess kissing. Kyle just look, kissed the, uh, the mistrust out of Amanda's brain. Yeah, look, don't get me wrong. We're just putting aside the question of Kyle's secrets and what he can and can't tell her, because that's a whole separate issue. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck to navigate that. Amanda shouldn't... Amanda doesn't have to be okay with the fact that Kyle, like, like just brushed decided her off, that he wasn't going and then tell waited her for her to call for her to yeah, find out. not great. Like... But it's like, okay, he... He sucked the he sucked the doubt note out through her mouth. So, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to the rack. Andy is playing G Force. Oh Josh on. walks up behind her no. and says, "Hey, you suck at this." Uh, and then he says, "Come on, Andy, are you gonna give me a chance <laughs> at the game?" Oh, gaming. And she's like, "She's like, aren't you supposed to be working right now?" And he's like, "Uh, you're just afraid that I'm gonna smoke you." Look, you didn't even get X guy in the corner. And she she has a moment here where she kind of. She kind of is laughing at Josh's hilarious oh, japes boy. and then is sort of comforted by the fact that he's being his normal, awful self. So she says, hey, I got the test results back. I'm going to need a lot of popsicles. Yep. And then he gets a pop. And Josh, yeah, he says, Josh goes and grabs her a popsicle. And it's it's one of the, what do they call like a, twi- a twinsicle. It's the two two piece popsicle with the two sticks. Yeah. He says, is cherry OK? And she says, my favorite. And then she says, uh, you want half? She breaks it in half. They they each take a half of the popsicle. And, you know, when he said, give me a chance, what are you afraid? I'll smoke you. I thought that that meant play against me. No. But she just, like, scoots out of the way so he could, like, sit down at the computer and just play he's just showing her, while she he's watches. Just, he's just showing her that he can get rack up more kills than she can. Get out of the way, sweaty. I'll show you how it's done. Listen, th- listen. I'm just saying that females aren't as good at video gaming as males are. Let me show you how it's done, sweaty. Uh-huh. You know what's wild? What? In the in the hit episode, the list is life. Oh God! We saw that there was like some dork in a hairnet working behind the counter. Yeah, we never saw that guy again. That's not it. only that. Yeah, not only that. Besides him, in that one episode, we have never seen a single person working at the rack except for Josh and I guess kind of Nicole during the weird dance. <laughs> the rack's temp. He is the only person here. He's running this shit. So ba- we're back at Matacorp. Valentine's secretary has a very special guest for this episode. It's Brian Taylor. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Love to see him. And Brian Taylor and Mr. Valentine, Sh- Julian Valentine, they shake, shake hands. hands. And then Valentine says, yeah. it's nice to finally meet you, Mr. Taylor. So we're, we're kind of getting a vibe that they when like, it comes no. to whatever's going on here, Brian is above him, it yeah. sounds like. Uh, Valentine says- He's, he's kind of sucking up a little bit. Yeah, Valentine says like, well, there was a security breach, but we finally- taking care of it uh thomas voss is now a puddle he's dead <laughs> killed him yeah he's he's like we're taking care of it brian says well you better be because your ring is important and valentine's like oh it's not a big deal it's just an heirloom from my father and brian's oh. like that heirloom is a latnock ring Ooh. and valentine's like 
Oh, you people in your rings. Pardon oh. me if I don't lose any sleep over a glorified pledge pin. Oh. And Brian's like, you have no idea how important it's that ring is, do you? And Ballantyne kind of looks like sheepish oh, about shit. it. So I guess this Ballant- dyna- I was I did not yeah. expect this dynamic, Jordan. I didn't realize Brian Taylor might be like the final boss. This is the one, or, that's or gonna, at least he, at he's least up. he's like our intro. He's like the the Santana to, yeah, the, to the pillar Latinx man. Pillar man. Shit, and I guess Valentine's just like like the fail son of a real Latinx member. He's he's straight, so yeah. I get, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I mixed up the character. I was like, wait, no, that's a yeah, that does make sense. Um, yeah, so so yeah, like Brian seems kind of above Ballantyne, and I I'm really interested it. in this dynamic where Ballantyne is like kind of involved with Latnock, but he like looks like he's I just guess receiving. I guess orders. the idea. I'm kind of getting the vibe that Latnock maybe is like a has like some kind of weird internal divide between like the weird like spiritual like Adam religious Balin side of it and, and the, the and the side that's just like trying to run it like a business probably yeah, and i feel like that this gives it me. feels to me that maybe latnock was the one who gave ballantine the orders you know about getting the file out of kyle's head mm, so could be, so could speaking be. of I'm, ve- I'm very intrigued to find mm-hmm. out more speaking of the latnock ring kyle is now at his iconic box and he takes the ring mm-hmm. he pushes it into the lock he says, I wonder what Adam Balin had been hiding in this box for as long as I had been alive. Um, out from the box, he pulls a piece of paper. Okay. Was there, did you, did you catch, was there other stuff in the box? No, it he seemed only to takes just be the thing. picture. And it was, yeah, uh, so it had a D4 on it. And then, yeah, I mm-hmm. couldn't read what was on this because it was cursive. It was in cursive, and I assume it was also in Hungarian. There was like an accent yeah, over an E. It it didn't it didn't look like English, but and it's then cursive, so of course it didn't. Kyle takes the picture, the paper, and he flips it over, and it's a picture of Adam Balin, Kyle Adam Balin, so young Adam Balin. So it's, it's young it's Adam Matt Balin. Dallas. It's Matt played Dallas. by Matt Dallas, and also a person who looks exactly like Jesse. Yes. Mm. and it it should it should be noted Mm -hmm. that they were they're like in this picture together and they're kind of like holding each other pretty close so i think think. maybe i guess maybe adam balin girlfriend i'm thinking that maybe yeah i think this confirms my suspicions that jesse is not a clone of adam balin no i think jesse is probably like a clone of adam balin's Balin's girlfriend girlfriend or perhaps wife now we're getting somewhere so now kyle and nicole know that jesse is a is a is a well i'm, I'm confused see here's here's my thinking let yeah. me walk through yeah, this yeah. the picture it looks too intimate for them to be siblings i hope no i think they must be like in a relationship because there was no room for god in that hug no 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 no. <laughs> and jesus would have objected to that hug but on the other hand though uh it's implied i mean i say it's implied the reason that adam balin was able to clone himself into a 16 year tank boy is because he had his own gestation experience time. So I don't. I think I, that, I think that only gave him the, the person that Jesse was cloned from. What What is her? No, deal? no, 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 no. I think that remember the sixteen year gestation time. Well, it was only a few extra months. What that gave for Adam Balin was giant brain, and it allowed him to invent the technology that would allow him to create a is that right yeah. i thought that i mean i know that that adam balin was only gestated for a few extra months i thought the implication no was no no, that no, no. I th- because balin was almost sort of like preconditioned via his own gestation i think that, that his clones are able to gestate if I, even longer. if i had to guess i would say that and it also sounded like there was quite a few failed attempts before kyle 
maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think what it sounded like to me was that Adam Balin, like his brain allowed him to make the tank and the fluid was what he sold Kyle. Mm. Like he invented the special belly button liquid. Um, and I mean, maybe, maybe you are kind of right, but like, I don't know. And also what I will say is if Jesse, somehow for me, if Jesse is, or like whatever, uh, Jadam Jalen, uh, is Adam Balin's sister, that somehow makes, that somehow makes, uh, Gile even worse. Somehow, like, two clones dating is weird, but a clone of a brother and sister dating is that somehow is oh yeah that that is there's that more is dna in common absolutely. between if it's both adam balin de- genes but the the other one is just considerably more gross absolutely i think i, I think that jesse that is probably a clone I, of adam balin's girlfriend or i'm something. just gonna say right now either way i already don't ship it i don't ship it i don't like Gile. even even putting aside all of that even if they are totally not related in it's any not a way good they don't have a good all. dynamic I just don't shit. I don't it. like I simply it. do not. It's not a great, and I worry that it's probably end game. So we'll see. That's the end of the, episode. The, end of the episode. I loved it. I love stupid heist. I love dumb. I like that Nicole now knows uh, that something is up with Jesse. I like that Jesse now knows that, uh, that Emily is telling big lies. I can't wait to see where that goes. Yeah, there, there were a lot of elements of the of the heist itself that were no. pretty nonsensical and didn't really make any sense. But also, Hence I like that Foss is in jail. I just realized that's the exact same thing. But I, it was a good app. It was good. Good app. Um, I'm excited to see where it's going. That's how I keep feeling every week. Is just like now, Jordan. Yeah, I have the incredible honor of giving out the award for Star Traeger for the person who we think did the best in the episode. Uh, I say we, I mean I. I don't know if you're going to go along with me on this right. one. Because I'm going to give Star Traeger to one Jesse Hollandaise. I like that. I think I'm on board. I I just found myself enjoying her on the episode. And I liked what she did. And I look forward to seeing what she does next yeah, week. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think she's going to go sicko. But I really want her to go sicko. Because I don't like Emily Hollandaise. I don't think I want, I don't think I want <laughs> Jesse to kill her sister. I don't want that either. I think that'd be really bad, but I do want her to, like, make some lights explode or something. <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, well, that means that I... Oh, boy. I gotta decide who's going home this week. It's my my turn to announce this week's shit, Traeger. Um, now listen. Gee, I wonder. <laughs> what are you saying, gee, you wonder? There's so many options. Oh man. Um nobody stands out in this episode. No one really stands out, but I think that um well, I was going to give it to Tom Foss because because he sucks. He's Foss, but also he just delights me too much. So I'm going to give it to Valentine for being a fucking Oh wow, what a surprise. I'm going to give it to Valentine for being the worst boss, the worst guy. Yeah, in addition to everything else, just the worst guy to I work like, for. It I seems like, like um even if he wasn't trying to break up Stephen's marriage. I like that he just like reached out into the elevator instead of like doing anything else. He just reached out real good. I like that. He, yeah. Like here, take my here, ring, take my cool ring that I need. Like, I mean, I guess he didn't know that Kyle was after the ring. Mm-hmm. I also like that. Um, he wears the ring at all. That's another thing I've been thinking about. Like he, he just like, I guess that just means if he didn't know the value of the ring that he genuinely just thinks it's a cool ring, um, which is really funny. And I also like that he invited. I mean, he he did he did say it's an heirloom from his dad, so he he might find that it has sentimental. He value, invited even Kyle. If he doesn't see the. He invited Kyle to sit in a very comfortable chair. <laughs> True, Star Trek. Star- 
Thank you for everything you do. That's pretty nice of him. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your service. Uh, There's no trivia this week, but there was one. Uh Uh-oh. And one of one found this interesting. Uh Uh-oh. That was you, probably. No. All right. Well, what is when waiting for Valentine to approach the elevator, Kyle is doing some quick math in his head to determine when to hit the door's close button. After using Valentine's reflection to determine his distance, he says to himself, "Distance divided by time told me that he'd reach the elevator in." However, distance divided by time gives you rate of speed. Distance divided by rate gives you time. I'm laughing not at that because that sucks. I'm laughing at something that one of our listeners sent in. We'll get to it in a second. Okay. We have a Twitter. You can find all. Did you find that interesting? No. Um, we have a Twitter uh, <laughs> at Potting Bros is our Twitter. You can check every. I love this segment because I feel like it never lands, but that makes it way funnier to yeah. me. <laughs> um, it's at Potting Bros on Twitter. You can uh, leave us a question on the weekly questions post and we'll answer it on the show. Sam, I need to extend a big special thank you to. Our, our very own listener, Kyle, at Tasty Sea Sponge. <laughs> yes, I'd love to. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think it'll really come across. No, I mean, I mean go to go, the Twitter. Just go look at this tweet, but it, it is good. <laughs> it we is, can certainly describe it. it. Is, it's a SpongeBob and Patrick's best friends forever ring, except it's best got forever, forever, best friends forever, forever ring, ring. And except it's, <laughs> it's got Valentine and Brian Taylor on it. <laughs> it's just really really good i gave it a retweet i love it um here's a question interesting questions from uh from kyle xy superfan at hindsight Teeth, a friend of the show helga who says what's the time frame the lock picking lawyer would be able to open the box in just imagining the youtube video i i get those videos i've never watched one but i get I them i get them recommended to me so aggressively of just like cringe fucking latnock box opened in 20 seconds worst box on amazon <laughs> zero stars i mean again i i it's it's a lock that seems to be opened just by pushing the correct shape into a hole so i would guess it's gotta be more yeah, it's probably like 10 be, seconds yeah, it's, it says like i opened the latnock box with my my dick <laughs> just stuck it in there <laughs> the glands is the perfect shape yeah I always wondered why it was shaped like no, this. No belly button needed. Here's one from friend of the show. <laughs> Most locks, you need a belly button to get them open. Yeah, uh, here's one from friend of the show, Morg, at Haunting the Morg, who said, Would you play a Kyle XY-based tabletop game? There's a bunch of heist tabletop games, so that made me think of it. Hmm. I don't think... This is this is the problem, right? Because um, you can play a game and it's... Uh, you can play a character in a tabletop game who, you know, has a very high intelligence skill. But how uh-huh. can I, as a role player, embody a person who is gestated for so long when I am, as I love to say, a filthy, <laughs> pathetic nine-monther? Well, all you have to do is the the GM just has to say, like... Yeah, I just need to... I, you, you, say, you say something really smart. smart. Yeah, what, like the GM also have to decide what kind of smart shit my character is doing. No, just you say something really smart. Everyone is impressed. This goes back to our idea for, like, we need to do Secret Life Monster Hearts, but but no one is a monster. <laughs> Everyone's the mortal. And it's like, this is a Kylex I mean, everyone y, on Secret Life is a monster. This is, this is the Kylex Y tabletop game, but you don't get to play as Kyle, so you all just play as normal high schoolers and nothing happens. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I enjoy tabletop games from time to time. I feel like uh it it never it never ends up as satisfying as I want it to. Someday I'm going to have a good <laughs> tabletop RPG group where I'm just like, "Oh, this this is good and the group doesn't fall apart after two sessions." But 
I don't know. I, I, I feel like the issue with that is that Kyle XY works great as a single player experience, obviously, because you can you just Kyle. be you pl- Kyle. Or Actually, no, you got to play. Say, as, wow, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know why we're saying Kyle's the main character. You play as Josh in this one. Come on. Right. That's the thing is you just get to watch him do cool stuff. Yeah. That's the problem, though, is that like what's the, what's the RPG experience with the group is just everyone just watching Kyle. Yeah. And then you and then you rolled the clap and then. You can always succeed, but like how dexterity check to see how many claps you can do per second. How, how impressed, excuse me, uh, roll and to the see- game is called Let's Watch roll Kyle. To see- <laughs> roll to see how impressed you are when Kyle did the math. <laughs> I roll a D1. I am 100% impressed. I, there is the DM, the GM is the one who decides what Kyle is doing, and then everybody else just reacts. I roll a D1. It's a ball. The ball hits the ground. I applaud. <laughs> Kyle, I applaud him. <laughs> Belly buttons, I don't have them. Um, Great. Here's one from uh, from at Nick uh, Vern on Twitter. Oh, it's Nick R. Vern. I never noticed that. I'm borderline illiterate. Uh, who says is Josh Banky Blinky Blanksy? Um, mm. I think that I think that uh, I think he has a blanky. I think he does have a blanky. I I I I do really like that uh, you posted it of uh, something about vaguely epic graffiti. And uh, and, and oh, yeah, at Nick Arvern on Twitter said, uh, it must have been Josh who did it. <laughs> Josh is not. No, Josh is no, not Declan blanky. is banky. Josh we, didn't, is, we didn't talk about because we were so I was so swept up in uh, my little my little role play exercise. We didn't talk about what Declan fucking yells as he gets dragged into the building. What does he He's yell? like, the truth is out there. What what does he say? The truth is out there. Oh, shit. I know where to find it. Hold on. Where we go one, we go all? No, Jordan, I saw I saw Uh-oh. a fucking truck with where we go one, no! we go all on the back. Um, and then I saw a different truck on the same fucking day that had a thing that was like, freedom, fork the vax, fork the mask. Fuck. There's Trump. a, there's a, uh, oh, there's a sign off the, the uh, highway that I get off it to get to my apartment that just said like, Socialism only leads to greed, envy, and death. grapefruit. What? Um, I was going to say that Josh is not. Uh, yeah. What were you doing? Josh oh, is not. Oh, what? you were looking up the thing that Declan said that's not important. Yeah, I found it. Josh he, is. He yells, the truth is out there, which is the tagline from the X Files. And he also yells, resistance is futile, right, which is what the Borg, Borg say. say. Yeah. God. Declan doesn't watch Star Trek. Get out of here. Um, no, he's a fucking nerd. He watches MacGyver reruns. You're right. He is a fucking nerd. Holy shit. Maybe that's why. Je- maybe that's guy. why Lori. No, I like him, but I guess that's why Lori broke up with him. He's just a big nerd <laughs> because he's always watching MacGyver. Yeah, reruns he's watching MacGyver reruns, and it's kind of depressing. Um, oh, I, what I was gonna say is that Josh is not is not Blanksy, but Josh is uh is local legend penis man. <laughs> just spray painting <laughs> penis man everywhere. Thank you, Josh. He's cranksy. He's pranksy. <laughs> pranksy. I said, I said Cranksy, but oh, I like Pranksy. Cranksy, though. Um, here's Pranksy's one from Costco at Costco at Totally Not a Seal on Twitter, who has provided a video, so I don't. I'll have to watch this, but it says, "Would Kyle have the DJ play this for his sad first birthday?" Well, his first birthday was very happy, actually, because it was the one with Lori. Um, what now? What is this? The, it is a song from Veggie Tale. Oh, we we don't. We've been over this. We don't know a goddamn thing of Veggie Tale. Yeah, we're. But it's called Belly Button, Silly Song, so... Belly Button, Silly Song. I guess that... Oh, this is... 
Kyle, four minutes long. Kyle wouldn't play it because he doesn't have one, and that would make him really sad. So he would have he would play no no belly button silly song. I mean, I do like I do like it. Have we talked about uh, the moment of not being Christian and being vaguely aware of Veggie Tales, but having no idea that it's like a religious show, yeah, I, and then finding out like that a, it is and how fucking weird that I is? I know. Like I was like, "Ha, huh, they're funny vegetables." Oh, oh, it's just like some vegetables. For, and then you find children. out that they like do the Passion of the Christ, and like the carrot gets crucified or <laughs> I whatever. I don't know. I don't know if they've done Passion of the Christ. I think they did the Passion. I think they did a Passion. Yeah, they probably, they probably did the Passion of the Christ. They definitely, they, the they Christ, probably see. As a kid, I didn't really understand the distinction between like, like why Christian media would do like Exodus, right? It was like, hey, that's our thing. Why are they doing it on their stupid cringe Christian show? <laughs> it's our bible not yours get out of the here chad rugrats and the virgin veggie tales. exactly get the fuck out of here put that away <laughs> so uh last question I, I honestly genuinely though thank you to rugrats because mm-hmm. it was it honestly it feels good it really when did mean a lot to me that there was one one, one show one one Liter- show with jewish like, characters on tv whatever like this is why i get so fucking mad at the moron christmas bullshit of like where's our christmas oh, fucking like fucking growing up as like one of three jewish people at my school and it was like and then i go to school and everyone's like hey where's your jew gold oh yeah boo, exactly fucking who I'm gonna slap the junos off your face was something so much thank you yep. good joke thank you good one. Oh, poor christian anyways this sucks feeling really bad for those oppressed christians uh here's one from Aww. friend of the show pagetish uh number one <laughs> guy likes my super fan who has seen every episode <laughs> before any of us he says, uh, uh, what one thing do you steal from Josh's room to ransom slash back blackmail back to him for the password to his kid coin wallet? Charlotte! What was, what, I was, was going to say, yeah, Charlotte. Couldn't remember her I don't name. remember if that's yeah. her name. It feels right to me. Please. No. Please, no one gapes like her. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Fuck you. Stop it. Stop it. Or like his, what, he's like... Fucking Laurie Traeger video file that he's apparently kept his entire life. Oh, God. God, what a creep. God, I hate that boy. <laughs> oh, I'm going to look at the Best Friends Forever ring again to refresh and cheer myself up. Ah, oh, incredible work. Thank you, Tasty Sea Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing this in our Discord right now. That's all our questions. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Well, folks, you can find us on Twitter at Potting Bros. I am at Posy Stress. Jordan is at Bratipus Rex. Mm-hmm. We have a Discord server that you can join. We talk about stuff. We live blog the episode. We our server is popping. Is the thing like yeah, people people like our server. We like our server, and it's we're a good people. place. And you know, got fanfic readings on every Saturday, three thirty p.m. Pacific time. We've been reading uh-huh. Secret Life of the Movie. You weren't here for the last reading. But, no, um, you did tell me what happened. I it's, was, I was, Jesus I was a Christ. little because <laughs> like Ben is there just to just to talk a little bit about this in case you're interested in joining, uh, folks. That like Ben Adrian is getting married to Omar. If you remember Secret Life, I don't care if you don't like this. Is listen, uh, Ben is at the wedding and he's very sad because Amy and Adrian are like, "Sorry, Ben, we both have moved on." And he's like, "Oh no!" So he finally like gets really close with Grace. You know, base was the ship that was always waiting to happen but never did. But it also, it's always the premonition of the worst things that Ben is gonna do. 
So he's like, oh, finally, Grace, I'll date Grace. And then uh, Adrian called him. She had cold feet about her wedding. And then he fucked Adrian on his wedding night, then went to tell his friends. And then as he was, his dad overheard him saying that he did that. And that's where we last left off. And I'm just so angry about Aww, it. Aw, jeez. Um, and then we also talk a lot about the Snyder Cut because of Zero to Zero. Just all kinds <laughs> of good things. This, there's a, this funny picture of Steppenwolf's flat, flat there's face. There's a place that we share pictures of our pets and I share pictures of my cat. It's all good stuff. Lots of fun. Great times. You can find the link to join our Discord server on any of our episode posts. I got that link right there for mm-hmm. you to enjoy. We're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bros. One dollar gets you a mildly special Discord role marking you as a Beechwood Bison. It gives you access to all of our bonus content. We got readings from the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens, the Secret Life spinoff book. We have fan fiction readings of Secret Life and Kylex. Why we have we watch high school teen movies for the Grant High School Exchange Program. We have the Circle Jerk, where we watch the same episode of Secret Life ten weeks in a row. Five dollars gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a Beechwood Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> it also lets you send us a message that we will read in kyle voice asmr mandatory and or ben voice asmr optional Mm -hmm. plus a shout out in the podcast ten dollars gets you all that plus an incredibly special discord role marking you as an honorary traeger which lets you listen to the podcast while we record it on discord good times great times good 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 cool yeah we have a message jordan Uh uh-oh What's our message? Um, I don't know whose turn it is because we we took we shared the last one. I want to read this one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is from Dan. Dan of Bigger Challenge. Thank you, Dan. Who says this can be read in Kyle or Ben voice, whichever feels more appropriate. Oh boy. I'm gonna go with Kyle. All right. Voice. Why am I laughing? Apologies, my friend. It's just that as an INTJ, these are logical <laughs> actions of yours. Well, I find them to be amusing. No. What's that? A free sample of your store's new crispened potato snacks? <laughs> Not necessary. I've already calculated its flavor in my head. Hmm. Perhaps a little more sodium chloride next time. <laughs> can I, can you, I do a read of that as Ben, please? Please. Oh, yeah, please. By all means. Dan always, does, Dan always knows exactly what to send us in to make us to just make us smile. And then next week, we'll have no idea who's reading. That's okay. I, I want this more than anything. <laughs> hmm. Why? <laughs> I just forgot the picture that goes along with it. Why am I <laughs> laughing? Apologies, my friend. It's just that as an INTJ, these illogical actions of yours, well, I find them to be quite amusing. What's that? A free sample of your store's new crispened potato snacks? Not necessary. I've already calculated its flavor in my head. Hmm. Perhaps a little more sodium chloride next time. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this picture post. is uh, the the INTJ doing all the calculations, and one of them just says two plus two equals dot 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 two. <laughs> oh boy! Thank you, Dan. Um, God, that reminds me. If anyone has not listened to the extra credit episode, the sixteen types of highly effective preppers. Oh my God! That's that I was good. on about post apocalyptic Myers Briggs types. Oh, that's an episode for the ages. Oh boy. Oh um, boy. That's that's gonna do it that's for this it? week. Just kidding. We're also on Apple Podcasts yeah. if you want to leave a nice review. No! Get some 
get some regulars listening to that. Maybe anyone who might have watched the show when it was on, if those people exist, maybe they'll stumble across it and they'll say, ah, what a remarkable boy. Say, I'll watch this please, podcast with my eyes. Please. We are hosted on noisespace.xyz. Z. The home of podcasts that you like. I like the listeners. I enjoyed them. And Jordan also. I do like them. You can check out all manner of podcasts. You can listen to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses about Modazushi. Mm-hmm. With Roy. With Roy. I think is supposed to be on this podcast next week, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, you can listen to Wow Cool Robot about Gundam. You can listen to The Island Shuffle about The Island Lost show. You can listen to LMNOP about Elementary. If you need uh, more shows with me in them, you can listen to Slappers Only, a show where we pick the best music and video games. Uh, the next episode that will be out by the time this is out is on Kingdom Hearts. We started very cold on it and then warmed up as we went along. No, we didn't do that one. Wait. Oh, I thought you were doing Simple and Clean. and I was I was very resistant to that. You're doing Traverse Town. Traverse Town. You're doing Travis Town. And then we also do... Uh, I also do... Kamarocho Radio, a show about Yakuza. Nanny. Nanny. Oh. Uh, you can also listen to Jurgen. That's my podcast that I did, just me, about the secret life of the American teenager. I feel like someone else was there, but I don't remember who. I'm also on Zero to Zero with Val and Giga. We talk about, uh, we started talking about who wants to be a superhero, but nowadays we're talking about the Snyder Cut. It's, it's wild. Terrible. It sucks. Wild. I hate it. Jordan, it fucking okay, sucks but it's Sam, a terrible movie would you rather okay here's my question Sorry. all right four four uh-huh. we're talking four hours okay uh-huh. four hours of snyder cut versus four hours of who wants to be a superhero alone by the way not you don't get to have friends like or secret life you don't have to get to have friends you got to do this alone and take notes which one do you want secret life secret life you sure oh yeah i i genuinely i i Felt more dread about watching Who Wants to Be a Superhero than I ever did about watching. Okay, Secret but what Life. about okay? What about just Who Wants to Be a Superhero and uh, and Snyder Cut? I'd probably I'd probably prefer to watch the Snyder Cut. I, I think I think the difference here for Snyder Cut versus because for Who Wants to Be a Superhero, what you're doing is watching normal real people be put through the ring, humiliated, yeah, humiliated by Stanley and fucking sci-fi for nothing. They get nothing out of it. <laughs> hence the name of the podcast uh, (laughs) i've been re-listening to zero to zero um season two there's a very funny part uh where you're talking about uh beloved superhero mr mitzvah um (laughs) and you're just like what uh you're just like look up mr mitzvah and then both you and giga at the same time just go don't (laughs) (laughs) this is very funny good podcast i recommend it what a good podcast look at us go yeah (sighs) Also, you can listen to extra credit. We're both on that from time to time. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, there's a new a new short up. I I I'm in it. I still don't fully understand what it is, but it's pretty funny anyway. Can't once again highly uh, endorse the Super Nanny episode that I was on. Holy shit! What the uh-huh. fuck? I've I've got an episode that I'm on coming up in I think a I think two weeks. Oh, yes, that I'm very I'm excited. excited for. A uh, very, very fun one to record. I look forward to hearing that one. I love listening to the podcast that I'm in. All right, let's uh, let's let's wrap this up then, shall we? Let's wrap this up, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Kylex, bye. Kylex, bye. <laughs> Just skidding to a halt. Kylex, bye. I think I'm a-